Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. My guest today is Kent Osborne, a multi hyphenate, if there ever was one. He's an actor, he's a screenwriter, a director, a producer, a maker of so many things. And Kent is currently the head of story at Adventure Time. Uh, Adventure Time is the uber cool, super popular, critically acclaimed show on Cartoon Network. He directs the actors. He storyboards the show. He writes the outlines. He's a big fucking deal, okay? I'm just trying to tell you. I'm trying to land the information that Kent Osborne is marriage material. All right? Here's the thing. Oftentimes, I like to frame episodes of Love Alexi as dates with my guest. And Kent has been the most romantic guest date I've had yet, all right? He brought Perrier. He brought glasses, beer. I mean, it was was crazy. The guy is unbelievable, okay? He pulled out all the stops. Plus, he's six feet tall, handsome, super kind, thoughtful, funny, likable, but most important, he loves beer, has an Emmy, a Peabody, and a brother who was nominated for an Oscar. I know! We've got all our priorities straight over here at Level XE Podcast. Anyway, let me get to the goddamn point. Okay. Kent and I go on a tangential journey uh, where we talk about all the stuff. You know, we talk about adventure time, breakups, depression, his work on SpongeBob SquarePants, getting a start in showbiz as a bartender, driving a limo making a movie called Uncle Kent and Uncle Kent 2. He was also an actor in a movie called Hannah Takes the Stairs and School Ties. Uh, we talk about the fact that he can do something called dick tricks. For more, stay tuned and listen to the entire podcast. Uh, we get into some serious bodily function territory that I, I uh, never hoped or dreamed of getting into. We talk about how he has a foot fetish. A foot fetish! Okay, and here's a weird thing. Side note of a side note of a side note. Uh... It's funny that Kent and I talk about foot fetishes because, like, later that night, later later on uh, after I had this interview with Kent, I got an email from somebody offering to pay me $5,000 to hang out and touch my feet for a few hours. Immediately after I got this email, I texted Kent to see if it was some kind of weird prank or real email from him. And it wasn't, which is totally crazy. So anyways, uh, I just thought I'd tell you guys that. I I don't want to hold anything back, you know. And I'm still deciding if I'm going to go through with it because I'm thinking that I might go through with it and take the $5,000 if the person agrees to touch my feet while I interview him for my podcast and I'm all safe and protected by Aristotle and all the people at Meltdown Comics. But uh, I'm still deciding. And uh, P.S., if you're into feet and shoes, I'm selling my used Converse and Keds. Uh, you can see a photo of them on Instagram, on my Instagram, at Alexi Wasser. Highest bidder wins. I mean, now that I know that there's a market for this shit, um, I'm going to try to cater to it. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, uh, or whatever it is you're supposed to do on iTunes. Tell your friends. Uh, and you know what? We should be friends on all the social media hubs, I think. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Snap at Alexi Wasser. But I am going to shut the fuck up now so you can enjoy uh, my conversation and hear all about the interesting life path slash unique story that is Kent Osborne. Now entering Nerdist.com. I'm doing this shit. Oh, man. Recording? 
Get on up here. This is exciting stuff. He's Snapchatting. Oh my god, why not? Let's get this on tape. Are you Snapchatting when you come up here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi. It's happening. Oh, are you so nervous? Hi, Aristotle. This is Aristotle. <laughs> I feel like I know you. This is Kent Osborne. Shake close the Hi. Okay. You gotta talk. Yeah. Oh my god. We were just talking. I know. I'm always scared to you when we're recording. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cut it out. This is it. We're recording. You're sitting, sitting there. Here? Okay. Yeah. Oh god. Oh man. It's so fun to be up here. I've never been up here. We're doing it. Oh my god. Pete Holmes was just here, I heard, which makes me starstruck. And Pete Holmes? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you listen to that podcast? I don't. I my, my, my entire podcast is um, just an excuse to advertise other podcasts on the Nerdist Network or any other network. I wrote down a bunch of. You know, when you do a podcast, you're like, these are the things we talk about. And you yeah. rattle off a bunch of, and uh, I was trying to do that, like, well, I thought we would talk about it. Yeah. That's what I have. One of them was other podcasts. Oh. Well, relax on that, because I just did it with the Pete Holmes. <laughs> but Pete Holmes sat right there in this Whoa, chair. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean, for me, it is. I'm going to touch that chair. Um, Amazing. All right. Let's ease it. Let's settle into it. Yeah. It's all happening. <laughs> Whoopsie doodlies. You got your you got your latte? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Soy chai. Or not soy chai. Uh, just a chai. Chai latte. Um, I wrote down my copious questions, thoughts, and feelings for you, Kent Osborne. Yeah. Oh, and I brought some... You brought me free things? I, well, I brought sparkling water. You so did? I... I can't believe this. He's trying to be the best podcast guest ever. <laughs> People are like, who is this person you're talking to? What's going on here? We haven't even yeah, gotten into it. Oh, my God. Are we having beer? Is, well, I, is yeah, this... Yeah. Well, this is for the water. Oh, my God. Hold on. I gotta... I'm Snapchatting this. Sorry, folks at home. Uh... Kent Osborne is the best podcast guest ever. He brought Perrier glasses. Unfucking believable. Right, Aristotle? Pretty damn cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, my God. Thank you. Sure. Well, you're really easing into it. I know you like sparkling water. I do like sparkling water. Oh, God. All right. So. Because I heard your, I've listened to your podcast. And then if you go on a, if I go on a date, I'm not supposed to, when they come over and they're like, do you want, uh. Uh, still water or sparkling or tap? You don't. You don't. No tap. Don't say tap. Don't yeah. say tap. But if we're at a restaurant and I'm your date, um, I'm gonna ask for tap water to do you a favor and be like, I'm a cool girl. I'm not trying right. to ask for sparkling water right. and You're make like, you pay not, for that. I'm not fancy. I'm not trying to like yeah, yeah. put that upon you. Uh, now, who are you? Tell me what you do. You're, I know you're Kent Osborne. You have something to do with Adventure Time. Yes. Get close to the mic. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for the, for the Perrier. You're welcome. All right, let's cheers. 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 Make eye contact. Oh, no, it's bad luck with water. Eye contact. Oh, we're fucked. I oh, well. sparkling water is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so far. It's amazing. Um, so. I work on Adventure Time. What do you do at Adventure um, Time? Well, my current uh, title is Head of Story. Make it sound as important as it is. Yeah. What head do you do? Uh, well, Head of Story sounds pretty important. But like, it sounds like all the stories come out of my head. Do they? No. It's, oh. it's very collaborative. God damn it. But I'm like, I've been there since the beginning, and they don't want me to go to another network or show. You're so. coveted part? Yeah, so they keep giving you like, like, you know, promotions. What does that mean to be head of story? What do you do? Because I know you um, also storyboard, you direct yeah. voices. Like, tell us all yeah. the fucking shit you do. You're a busy guy. You're a very pivotal, important yeah. part of, of Adventure Time. Pretty much. And then we're yeah. going to go through your entire life. Yeah. The uh, yeah, I help write outlines, and then Be I start. Be st- oh, Man, I write the shit out of it. Yeah. I come up with ideas. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're a genius." That's what I think. Yeah. that's why you're here. Uh, and then yeah, I storyboard occasionally, and I direct the actors, which means they do the line, and then I go, "Great." Yeah, I go another one for safety, yeah. and then they do it again. And I go, "Moving on." 
<laughs> oh my goodness. It's a tough job. It's a tough job, but yeah. somebody has to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, you know, it's funny. I, I don't, I'm looking at my copious notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all about you, Kent Osborne. Oh my God, you're so beautiful and romantic and sweet that you brought these little glasses and the Perrier. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to know who I've directed? N- I do. Oh. But I also want to ask you, when you used to call girls on the phone when you were dating, did you ever like, because that's what I would do when I would call boys that I had a crush on, I'd, I'd make, make notes, notes. Yeah, yeah. of things to talk about. Yeah, I've you done did. that. Yeah, really? just in case, yeah, if there's nothing, then I would look down and be like, that's a good question. Yeah. Like, have you ever had surgery? Well, that's what you're a neat guy <laughs> in the cartoon world. Um, how tall are you? Six foot. Six foot? Yeah. Strapping, hulking brute. Yes. You, you ride a bike. Yes. Are you single? I am. You're single. How yeah. old are you? Uh, 46. How big is your private? <laughs> 46. <Yeah. laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, average size. Average size. I feel sure. like, but you've been like naked in a bunch of things because you act as well. Yeah, but it's never erotic. It's usually me like showering or it's like non-erotic nudity. It's like getting dressed. But or... I, thought, I thought you did dick tricks and stuff. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, not, not erotic. Not erotic. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an art form. But you can like, we'll, we'll, talk, go, we'll, we'll revisit that in a second. But I feel like if you're, because one of your dick tricks you told me uh, is oh, that right. you can like fold it in half. So you'd have to have like a big private to do right, that. Right, right. Some of them are, yeah. If There's one called the wristwatch where you wrap it around your wrist. And I guess it it does kind of. And that's not erotic. It can show <laughs> if you're into watches. Oh man! <laughs> if you're like have a wrist fetish. Oh God! Who doesn't? All right. So we've laid the groundwork. Yeah, you're geez. a strapping, hulking brute, six feet. Yeah. Rides a bike. Great job. Forty six. Big private. You're humble about it, though. Very cool. That's for all the girls out there who are single. Uh, you know. Uh, who want to yeah. fall in love with you or touch their privates, thinking about you. Uh, sure. Uh, you know. I'm an eligible bachelor in Hollywood. I'm going to touch my private thing listening to this. I hope so, but not right now, though. Not, <laughs> not right, right now. Right. Yeah, okay, sorry. so how the hell, how did you get involved with the Adventure Time? Take me through your uh, life. Well, uh, the guy who created it, uh, Pendleton Ward, uh, I was working with him on. Does Aristotle like Adventure Time? He loves Adventure oh, Time. Because you just look back. Oh, cool. Hey. Oh, yeah. He's got what well, Aristotle is. What you can't see is he's holding an Adventure Time wallet. That's a, yeah, Penn designed that wallet. Oh, right. And then he drew. Oh, that's cool. And then Aristotle ran into Penn. I'm just speaking as if, like, Aristotle is mute. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he ran into Penn at a bar. At a cafe. cafe. Sorry. Okay. My bad. Um, and Penn drew a little doodle of uh, Finn. So you recognized him? You were like, hey, are you Pen-? Yeah. How did you recognize... Wait, what's his name? Pendleton? Pendleton Ward. How did you recognize Pendleton? He's got a pretty distinct beard and glasses. Big He's got beard. a big beard and glasses. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Anyway, but he... So I was working at Disney on a show called Phineas and Ferb, and then my friend Thurup was developing a show at Cartoon Network called Flapjack that I wanted to work on. And also, I was just storyboarding on Phineas and Ferb, but Thurup said, oh, if my show goes, I want you to be a story editor, which is like head writer or whatever. Or, you know. Story editor is head writer. Story, yeah. Story editor is like you're kind of in charge of the room and, and – but whatever. Like it's misleading because usually the person who created the show is like kind of leading the – you know, they're the head writer really. But story editor means you're like responsible for uh, generating the outlines and dealing with the executives and uh, stuff like that. So – and you have, yeah, some other responsibilities. So it's just like a – it's a step up from like writer, staff writer. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a promo- – so and also I wanted to work on it. Because I didn't like Disney that much. Uh, anyways, but then... Oh, my God. We got to edit that out. We got to edit that out. What? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, no. Disney... <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you didn't like them, so yeah. It was fun being on the lot, like in the animation building. And like I went in a, a Walt's office. Like they were cleaning it out one day. And I went God, to... God, so cozy with uh, Walt Disney. You're yeah. all like Walt's office. Walt. <laughs> oh, my God. I call God. him Walt. Because I've, <laughs> I've played with his stove. I've like turned his stove on. <laughs> oh, my 
anyways, but then uh, at the same time, there was this short that was on YouTube called Adventure Time. It was like the pilot, and uh, which Penn had made for Nickelodeon, but they had passed on it. But then the the company Frederator that had also like helped produce it. They put it online and it got like a million views and everybody was like watching it. Like everybody was, oh, come, you got to see this. Oh, I've seen it already. And then I went to work on Flapjack and then uh, uh, found out that Penn was going to work on Flapjack as a storyboarder. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then when I met him, I realized I had met him like years earlier. Anyway, this is boring. No, no, it's not boring. I'd, I'd met him at a, there was a loft party downtown. Ooh. Oh, God, had, the seedy underbelly of the cartoon community. Yeah. Well, there was a there was a loft complex and the person who owned it was like letting a bunch of CalArts students stay there. And so there were all like there was all this like crazy art, and uh, he, he and another uh, friend of his had like done a comic strip on the wall with these like p- painted these really cool like there are two characters, and they, and I remember like going I know people who went to CalArts because my brother went to CalArts, and I was oh, like did? F- freaking out, yeah, yeah, and then he was like cool, and then uh, but then I never realized that was he that he was the guy who made that short, but until I met him, and I'm like hey, I met you. Wait, was the the cartoon on the wall of the loft was that Jake and Finn? No, 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 it okay. Was like, a, a comic he was doing earlier. Did you go to CalArts? Where did you no, go? No, School of Hard Knocks. Did you? Yeah, yeah. You didn't go to college? No. Me neither. Yeah, I know. Wait, we, have, we have a lot in common. Uh, All over the sound equipment, too. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> We're both latchkey kids. Oh, are we? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought you, did you, I thought you came from, like, a good, uh, rich family. <laughs> are you from, like, the... Are you from Detroit, though? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was... Uh, well, I was growing up in Vermont. Oh, that sounds pretty swank. But we used to... We, we, I guess we didn't... Maybe I didn't have a key. You're like, you shopped at Ralph's. No, they didn't have Ralph's. I'm just kidding. Like, that makes you... A&P. No, but I remember getting out of school and, like, I was, like, I was on my own, like, to get home. Oh, wow. But we didn't lock our doors. So, yeah, I was actually confused when I first heard the term latchkey child. I I just... Oh, yeah. I was like, what is it? But, no, we were supposed to, like, get home on our own, my brother and I. Yeah. Uh, And there was a... I had my bike and there was, like, a a road, like, a Route 4 that went to my house. But it was kind of... There was no shoulder. So it was, like, dangerous. So we had to, like... We weren't allowed to ride on it, so we were supposed to ride this like other route that took a long time. Uh, I went along a river, and then, but like one day I rode on Route Four anyways because I'm like it's so short. And then someone saw me and like told my mom like I saw your, I saw Kent on Route uh, Four. Uh, how old are you? Uh, probably like ten. Oh my god, it's like Pippi Longstocking yeah, over I was, there. I was like riding a, like a huffy <laughs> like bike. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so you met? I'm taking this back. You met Pen? No, sorry. Oh, sorry. You met yeah, Pen yeah. at this party. Uh, you saw it at the, oh, at the CD uh, yeah, Loft yeah. Cal Arts vibe party. Yeah, probably around 2003. Then you're both working on Flapjack. Yeah, both working on Flapjack. You become fast friends. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we were get, we were, we were getting along. Then what happened? Uh, and then he started developing Adventure Time. And uh, and then because even though it got passed by Nickelodeon, he was like, I still want to take it somewhere else. Yeah, Frederator pitched it to Cartoon Network, and Penn was doing boards on Flapjack that were amazing. Like he would pitch these boards, and it was obvious that he was really talented. And and so I think they were interested in developing Adventure Time. And there was a new uh, a person came in. Uh, this guy, Rob Sorcher. <laughs> who's that? How wonky you want to get with the... <laughs> no, what? what? Oh, as he was... Okay, he, there's a guy who came from AMC who had um, uh, helped Greenlight, like Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Oh, wow. And then he came to Cartoon Network. See, he's like got really good taste and he that was the first thing he greenlit was Adventure Time. Oh, my God. Oh, he uh, became the head of the network at Cartoon Network? Yeah, he was like... I'm not sure his actual title, but it's like yeah. chief content officer of, oh, wow. of the Cartoon Network or something. Or, uh, oh, like my he's God. In char- he's in charge, yeah. Okay. Um. And then, so I was working on Flapjack, and, and, but then, like, Penn was doing his show, and I was kind of like, 
oh, I kind of work. I want to work on a bench top, but I really like flapjack. But like, I what's me, flapjack about? Flapjack, is it still on the air? No, it only ran for two and a half season. It ran for like two seasons, and then they picked it up for like a short third season. Were you there all the way through, or no, were, or I, Penn well, like took you? I let. No, I let. I I wanted him to take me. Aww. But I felt like, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm, da-. I went down to his office because he was like, I wish I could clone you and have your clone work on my show. Oh my God. And then I went down to his office one day and I'm like, I feel like I'm dating a great girl, but there's another girl I want to date. And he was like, well, I'm friends with your girlfriend, so get get out of here. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. Wait a minute. I don't even understand how, <laughs> how you put the, that together. Wait. So, okay. So you're like dating Flapjack, yeah, right? And you yeah. wanted to be dating Adventure Time yeah. slash Pen. Yeah. I was, I was getting... And he said that he knows your your girlfriend. Because he's Flapjack. friends with Thurup who made Flapjack. Yeah. Thurup. These fun names. These, yeah. fun, these people are destined to be in like, you know, a creative cartoon atmosphere when they're named like Thurup. Yeah, yeah. What are these names? Thurup? Yeah. yeah. What's that guy's deal? Well, Gotta I... Gotta get him in here. I think that's a... That's a is he lifestyle? I don't think that's his real name. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, self-named Thurup. Yeah, but he is <laughs> I'm like... I'm gonna name my cat that. He ran away when he was 15 and like went to Mexico and was a hobo. And, this is like, about you. He's the real... Okay, oh, yeah, wow. So. Okay. <laughs> He's the real deal. Like, yeah. I wonder what the real deal is. Like, what does that mean? It's like different to everybody. Like, he's What's not the real a, deal. He's not like a poser. Like, he's into like adventure, but he's like he actually does it. Like, he's not. Are just, you a poser? Kind of, sometimes, yeah. I'm for sure a poser. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I like go see the X Men movie, and then I'm now I'm an X Men expert. <laughs> hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I get a little knowledge about something, then someone's like, "Oh, I don't know that." I'm like, "Oh, really? You idiot." <laughs> You don't know about. <laughs> I'm not a poser like that. Oh. I just mean because I have bangs. Oh, oh. I just I, mean like a. I don't right. know. Oh, Subjective like a, poser vibes. Oh no, you're not. You're the real deal. I don't know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we should have prayed before this podcast. Yeah. It would go great. <laughs> but wait, the bangs aren't real. I don't. Understand. No, they're real. I don't know. I just have like a. Uh, I don't know. I think poser just means you like. Like if I got to know you really well, I'm like she doesn't really. She's not the type of person who has bangs. No, those are other people. Do you ever see people with bangs and you're like, that girl shouldn't have bangs. She's just no. trying to front like she's cool and has an identity. I love bangs. Me too. I dated a girl My... and she didn't have bangs and she would always, she would pull her hair up and show me what it looks like. And then you'd her. like her more. Yeah, you'd like, like, fuck her harder. You have harder. to do this. You have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I can't wait to get into your whole dating career. Oh yeah. Um, career. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I don't know. You know what? I thought about this. Hold on one second. Let me get back to that. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not a poser. No. I'm fully myself. Yeah. And I'm completely, it's uncomfortable, but I'm doing it. Yeah. okay so you have the chat with pen Uh, right he's like listen i know you want to date me but i know your girlfriend and i did the right thing i so what'd you do well i kind of got the feeling that flapjack was gonna maybe not get picked up for a third season so in the middle of second season i gave my notice also it's kind of hard when you're on a show uh you're on a show for like first season and they you get to the end of the season they're like they have an exit interview and they give you like unemployment information, but they also say, "Hey, let us know if you're going to get another job because you know we might get picked up for a second season, and we you know we want you to work on second season, but we can't put you under contract." So it's kind of like they're letting you go, but they're also like, "Oh, that's so interesting." Yeah, so it's it, it, a lot of anxiety because you're on a show that you like, and then you don't know if it's going to get picked up. Yeah, and then you'll just get a, you'll be on you know you'll just be like sitting at home and you'll get a call on Friday like. Hey, we're starting Monday. Like, get, come in and start oh working. Oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, well, do I get a raise? Or what am I getting paid? And they're like, we don't know yet. And so it's, it just kind of sucks because it's almost like you're you're uh, single, but you're not single. Like you're, Oh, man. You know? So I gave my no- – I said, look, I want to give my notice just because I was like, I want to be able to make the decision where I work. I don't want to just be because I'm on the show – because I think they frown on people making, like, lateral moves and... Lat- uh, oh, lateral move. So if you jumped to Adventure Time, it would have been a lateral with, move. Within the studio, yeah, because... Oh. Because it kind of, like, for Flapjack, like, 
he, the, the, it was the most talented crew I'd ever been on. And after a season, half the crew had was developing their own stuff, like on other. Oh man! Uh, basically, anyone who worked on Adventure Time or a regular show came from Flapjack, and the and the show Gravity Falls on Disney. Like Alex Hirsch came from Flapjack too. So oh, was, Gravity Falls. Okay. Yeah, it was this like crazy talent pool that like Thorpe assembled, and then they kind of got all picked apart. And then all uh, by Cartoon Network, or no? They went to just because they were getting m- a, a bigger opportunities. Like if you're working on a show as a storyboarder and you get a chance to like do your own thing, yeah. But I mean, did like, they all go to other things on Cartoon Network? Most mostly, yeah, yeah. Except for the Disney thing, the Gravity yeah. Falls thing, yeah. And uh, wait, Sean Salas is oh, he's, Sean. he's yeah. at, and he was yeah he was he's on... less important than you though, right? He's no, just, no, he's just a cog he's... in the wheel, right? <laughs> <laughs> Over at a regular show and whatever that other he's thing. He's probably is. more important. He and, is and more talented. He has his own show and he has long hair and he, he has long hair. What does that mean? And I don't he can, know. He can he uh, can sing and play guitar. He like, can. He can play instruments. Yeah. How do you know this? He's a multi hyphenate. Jesus. He, he wrote a song for Flapjack that I had to sing and it was great. Really? Yeah. I, oh my god! I, I was like binge watching Adventure Time yesterday. I've got to watch the. I got to oh, watch. Yeah. Should I have Sean Salas in here too? Yeah, he's great. Is he a? Will the show get hits if he's on here? I'm just calling his fate his fate. I'm just trying to fucking call it what it is. All right? People love Adventure Time, but do they love the regular show? Yeah. All right, cool. He'll be in here. Uh, I hope he doesn't hear this. The regular show? The, reg- the regular show. Okay. Regular. So uh, you make a lateral move. You go, you get your exit no- notice. Sorry, go Yeah, on. yeah. Oh, I guess it, it wasn't even a lateral move. I went, I went from story editor to storyboarder. So I, it was actually a downward move. Downgrade. Yeah. Fucking sucking Penn's dick. That's what, is that what it was? Well, Penn's so, I kidding. mean, the show was great. Like, everyone knew it was going to be amazing. And, like, like, the guy from Frederator, Fred Siebert, would be, like, giving speeches. Like, this is going to change television. Wait, and who's Frederator again? Frederator was this, uh, is this production company, animation company that makes stuff that, they have a YouTube channel. And they were the they were the ones they were doing this like shorts program at Nickelodeon, so they were like developing shorts. Uh, I think I wasn't there for any of that. So okay, just one. I have like peripheral knowledge. But you're, you're explaining this as if it's like cart- it, cartoons for dummies and like yeah, yeah. how things happen for Lexi. So thank you, yeah. I appreciate but it. But Flapjack was great, but I it's just it they, you know, it kind of like broke apart. Like they they basically when someone comes into a new uh, studio, they kind of like cancel the things that are already airing because they don't want. They want to like they want the new stuff to be successful. They don't want the stuff that was there before they got there to be successful. You know the people who like run. The- oh, so the new head of the network came yeah, in. And Greenlit, Flapjack was already on the air. Yeah, Greenlit Adventure Time, and that's and, when they canceled Flapjack and regular show. Yeah, and they canceled regular show. No, no, and Greenlit regular show. Got it, got it. Thank you. You're confusing the world, mainly me. Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So and this is a, this is all politics. No, right? it's oh yeah. Well, so okay. So then you 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 take the downgrade. You're hanging out with Penn. Everything's yeah. great. You're yeah. loving your life. I'm yeah. just okay. Yeah, yeah. So then what happens? And then how do you work your way up? That's first first season of Adventure Time, yeah. and now you're in season six, right? Yeah. Uh, no, we're writing season eight. Rewriting season se- eight. Season seven. Who am I going to be? Who am I going to play? You can come. In. You have a good voice. Who should I be? I mean, um, like a unicorn, and just be like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Anybody want to hang out?" <laughs> that was my audition. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to get on a show. Arist- pitch a character. <laughs> because <laughs> there are all these. <laughs> Aristotle's in. He's like, I love the show, love yeah. Alexi, and uh, he loves Adventure Time, and he loves me. Yeah, and yeah. put them together, it could just be great. You right, Aristotle? Character- yeah, barely. Okay. <laughs> you should be a character who sings songs, like makes up songs and sings them to herself. Oh, do you have any guitar playing characters? Yeah, well, Marceline. Oh, God, she plays guitar? Yeah, the bass. What doesn't she do? Right. The bass. The guitar is different. Can I sing one of your songs? Yeah. Um, Super sleepy kitty, kitty in the city, tuckered out from doing nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't that- oh my god! What Kent is referring to, as if this were, as if this were serial, and I'm just like letting the audience know. 
Uh, if you were my friend on Snapchat, you would know that I like to make up songs for my cat at like four in the morning. And that was one of them. We should yeah. sing that together. Yeah. Super, Super sleepy kitty, kitty in the city, tuckered up from doing nothing. That was amazing. That was so nice. Oh my god! I was singing karaoke and uh, that was an exclusive. Yeah, I'm so, I've never been more in love with Aristotle than right this moment. You two can't. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, it's collaborative. Oh my god. Okay. I was singing karaoke in Mississippi a couple weeks ago, and I was so bad that the guy just turned it t- turned my voice down. Like I was at a certain point, I could just hear that it wasn't. Are you serious? Yeah. What an asshole! Yeah. Well, I was screaming. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. It's your time. Oh, my God. You told me, like, well, he'll rena- remain nameless, but you you were telling me about, uh, okay, we didn't talk about how we met, but whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. You were telling me about how some dude, like, you guys were, you were flirting with some girl and he was flirting with the same girl. And, oh, yeah. and he was like, he came up to you and was like, hey, man, uh, listen, I put in a lot of time with this girl. So, like, if you could just step aside. Yeah. What an asshole. She was, well, she was flirting with me. She was flirting with me and, like, oh, what a we prank. were dancing and then, yeah, he kind of said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, I've been working on her since the beginning of the fest. <laughs> since oh, we were at a film festival? Yeah, yeah. And I went, oh. And he goes, Could you, would you mind just doing me a, a favor and just like stepping back? And I was like, yeah. And then I went and told her. Oh, <laughs> so like, did she go ballistic? I would yeah, go yeah. ballistic. Got, I was like, hey, he said that I should step away because he's been working on you. And she was like, I don't want to be with either of you. <laughs> oh, oh, she didn't want to be with you? No, no. That's funny. Yeah. But you guys were dancing. Well, I think I'm, I might have embarrassed her by but I was just drunk and I was just like hey he told me to step away I think she felt like suddenly she was like a piece of meat being talked about yeah yeah between you know, yeah. Two, two fellas you know what that reminds me of five six seven eight <laughs> super sleepy kitty kitty in the city stuck it up from doing nothing <laughs> and you have another song where you're like Driving around, living my life, zipping and zapping. Oh my god! Right. Yeah, if people are not following me on Snapchat, they're missing out on like earworms, you know, left yeah, and yeah. right. That's what yeah. Sia, that's what a musical artist extraordinaire refers to as earworm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it refers my, to my, a hit, hit song. My movie Uncle Cam Two has an earworm. Oh uh, really? Some theme to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you sing it, no reverb on this version <laughs> though. But I love the other one. Only that's only for Super Sleepy Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what's what's the earworm for Uncle Kent? Because uh, oh, by the way, Kent, two. Uncle Kent too. Uncle Kent too. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have to see it. I don't want to spoil it for the one person who sees it because of this podcast. Oh my God! There's so we are just jumping all over the place. Like what Kent Osborne is referring to uh, is you wrote and directed. Did no, you write? Oh wait, did just you write? Wrote. You wrote a yeah. movie called Uncle Kent and Uncle oh. Kent too. Yeah. No, yeah. Joe Swanberg. Well, Joe, Joe Swanberg made Uncle Kent. And I I helped write it, I guess. Like, it was a lot of improv. Mm-hmm. And then Uncle Cant 2 was, uh, I wrote, and then Todd Rohal directed it. All right. Well, we're going to, God, I feel like, you know, well, this is just natural. This is how a conversation goes. We're yeah, all over yeah. the place. Like, we're on a date. We're framing this as, you know, this is your marriage material. Or don't you think your marriage material? Yeah. Do you ever want to get married? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, why, why do you say, yeah, maybe? Uh, well, because I'm old. I'm 46, and I've dated a lot, and they've all, end- everyone I've dated has ended Break, so I'm like kind of jaded. I'm like, you're oh, jaded. I think so. I don't know if I. I don't know if people are supposed to. I mean, I know people that are married and happy, and they've been together for a while. Gareth and Eliza. Wait, Eliza. Liza. 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 Sorry about that. I think you picked birth. You can like remember. I know. I just burped, sorry. You can remember because her mom's name is Judy. Oh, Liza and Judy. Yes. Now right. I get it. You've told that to me. Before. You said that to me before, and I was like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. And you're actually holding a photo my father took of like Liza Minnelli and Judy Garland. Right. 
and it still didn't land in my brain. A lot of contextual clues. Yeah, too. I was like, I don't understand you, Kent. <laughs> yeah. I would love to understand you. <laughs> and we were watching Wizard of Oz at the time. <laughs> and I was wearing ruby red slippers. Yeah. Oh my God, what a joy I would be to work with if I was a character on Adventure Time. But my gosh, no fresh. Anyway, I'd just be like riffing and like, you'd be back on my podcast all the time. Yeah, You'd yeah. Be singing songs. Aristotle would be like, wiggity, wiggity, whack. You could reverb. be a po- podcast princess. <gasps> podcast princess. Wait, tell me. So what is the... What is the if you had to explain it to a dullard uh, like myself? What yeah. would what would you say Adventure Time like? What is the point and uh, the and the description of Adventure Time? What is it trying to say and do? Because it's you know kids kids like it and yeah. it's, but it's for adults also. You know like obviously it seems like it's more for adults. Yeah, I guess it started out kind of sim- simple. Like it was just about like a boy and his uh, best friend slash brother who's a dog who's also got magical. He can stretch. He's a mag- oh, yeah. magical dog. He doesn't know why. And then, uh, and they're just like having adventures, and it's kind of making fun of like D and D, and making fun of like vi- not making fun, but like celebrating. Yeah. Oh, whatever. D and D and like video games and like kind of eight bit and 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 uh, and it takes place a thousand years in the future after uh, some some sort of incident happened uh, that caused uh, a bit of an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's pretty dark, actually. No, but it's like a thousand years in the future, and there's like magic has returned to the world, and um, and. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's just it's fun and uh but then as the as the uh show kind of uh, uh developed organically it, bec- it it started like expanding the world and the the mythology behind some of the characters. I guess this is good I, Aristotle's nodding. It's hard to talk about what did art it or talk about especially something you made like it's hard to deconstruct it because you're in it you're just doing it yeah yeah who are the, who are some of the voices that uh, you got Maria Bamford is one of the voices who is she Yeah, she plays like half of the female characters. Oh, really? Yeah, she does like Hot Dog Princess and Wildberry Princess and Slime Princess. A lot of the princesses. Oh, wait, who's the princess? I watched, okay, so, so oh, I was talking to you yesterday when I was having my Adventure Time Marathon yeah. and I, was watch, I watched yeah. like uh, time, <laughs> time Sandwich and Bad Timing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and oh, uh, Jake the Brick. Jake the Brick. Oh, oh, yeah. And then, uh, and like a bunch of other ones. But, uh, but the, who's the one where it's like with Bad Timing where the princess wants to... Uh, Wants to date the guy. Yeah, John, I mean, she, Johnny. Johnny. She yeah. meets him now. He's like, cool. Sit up, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, like, oh, I can't say that about you anymore, Johnny. Who, who <laughs> sings, who says, uh, speaks, who does that role is what I'm saying. Is it L- Lumpy Space Princess? Lumpy Space Princess. Yeah, is played what? by Pendleton Ward, who created the No, show. are you yeah. fucking serious? Oh my god, that she, that she's my favorite, or yeah. he's my favorite. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like I'm in some kind of weird politically correct, like I don't know how to like do the, uh, say what to say. <laughs> she's my fucking favorite. Yeah. I mean, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I really related to that character. Just sloppy and all over the place and making bad decisions and you, like. Yeah, have you ever seen? There's a SpongeBob episode called Sailor Mouth. Where no, they, where SpongeBob and Patrick learn what a dirty word is. No, I'm it's, like writing this down. They see like a dirty word written on a dumpster. It's really funny, and then they're like, "What's that?" And Patrick's like, "Oh, it's like a sentence enhancer." <laughs> it's a sentence enhancer. Yeah, it's like really, it's like two kids, like they're innocent, and they just think they're being like, enhancing sentences. Yeah, and so they're just, and then there's a lot of like, <laughs> instead of it getting beeped out, there's like dolphin noises, like, "Yeah!" So oh my god! It's just them constantly swearing, and then Mr. Krabs, who's like their boss, is like, "That's a bad word." And they're like, "Bad word!" Oh like, no! <laughs> I I feel like do you use a lot of bad words? Do I say a lot about it? Yeah, because I do. Yeah, yeah. If I, if especially if I'm not supposed to, like if I'm in a church or something. Yeah, I, I do was, that with kids. I spoke yeah. at a high school the other day at a Catholic high school, like, and you I was swore. just like, "Fuck, you're, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck," and, and I and everybody's like, <gasps> and I was like, "They need this." Yeah, fuck them. I swear around my niece and nephew, and yeah. I always feel bad, but they don't. 
But uh, I remember I was working as a caterer once and uh, at a uh, like a an event, and my table it was a table of twelve, and it was like six like uh, priests. Oh no! With their who can get married? You mean child molesters? No, no, no. Make a table full of child molesters. <laughs> yeah, it was a child molester <laughs> okay. convention. Were you serving them? <laughs> Never no, mind. There were six good men, non child molesters. Okay, okay. Were, who can get married? Ministers, priests. Priests can't get married. Ministers can't. There was, whatever. It was like six holy men okay. and their wives. And you're like... And I'm serving like potatoes and the potatoes were rolling off the tray and I kept going, God damn it. And I don't even say God damn it. I mean, I do now, but at the time I was like... I don't, and I kept saying Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like whenever a potato would fall off. Oh my God. And I was like, what's wrong with me? And I went around behind the tent. I was just like, I, I gotta stop swearing. And I was like so nervous. Yeah. Because... But if they weren't... If they didn't have collars, I wouldn't have. I would have been fine. Like I wouldn't have said anything. Probably they're bad for wearing those collars to make you feel bad yeah. about yourself. Yeah, those fuckers. Those fucking <laughs> pedophiles. I'm no, just kidding. Wait, they uh, could get married. These guys. Right, ministers can get married. Some, um, oh certain, no, they can marry people. Yeah, oh, they can get married too. Yeah, yeah. Boring. And ra- get... rabbis can get married. Pastors. 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 Yeah, yeah. All right. Well. Right. Um, wait, are you talking close enough to your mic? I think so. Am I? Sounding good? Um, David Lowry came in real clear. That's one podcast that oh, I yeah. did, and the sound quality is maybe because he's so still. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. Is this better? This sounds so loud. No, no. No, do do you, as they say in, uh, yeah. in the world sometimes. Um, <laughs> what was your – how did you end up – wait, what did you do for SpongeBob? I was a, a writer and storyboarder. Oh, my God. So, And I was God. the voice of weenie number two. Oh, my God. Way to bury the lead. When, yeah. so, at, what, at what point did that, that, that my, happen? That was my first job in animation. That was 2000. 2000? A young Ralph Nader was running for president. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> what, a, I, what a world. I just got in a huge fight with my mom this morning. I was enraged. Huge oh, fight. About what? I po- my mom was in an 80s rock band called Precious Metal. And she's, and she's friends with Donald Trump? No, she's not. No, she's not. That's the exact thing. I saw thing. it on Instagram. No, she's, 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 <laughs> fuck you. That's the fight. So, I, okay. So, in the 80s, yeah. my mom. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Big Stuff. Was in a, did a music video. M- Mr. Big Time. Mr. Big Stuff. She did a cover of the song Mr. Big Stuff. Mr. And, Big Stuff, yeah. And Donald Trump was in the music video. He actually ended up um, fucking over the entire band. Not fucking the band, but fucking the whole band over and being a dick and not wanting to be in it anymore. So my mom already like doesn't like Donald Trump. She yeah. hates Donald Trump. I found this photo in the archives. Of course, I'm, I'm going to vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. Of course, I, I mean, are you not allowed to say that? Are you burped? I thought you were like, I thought you were like, you're like, you're not voting for Trump. Offended, <laughs> or whoever's yeah. going to be no. in the running. Um, so I, I wrote in the caption. I wrote a really, you know, something about like, you know, my mom and Donald Trump, parentheses, possible dad, my my my, my, my real dad. I get a phone. I, I thought that was a joke. I wake up this morning to. Really angry, like, uh, responses. Because I thought it was so clearly sarcastic. Of course I don't support Donald Trump. He's ridiculous. Right, Found right. this old photo. Right. Thought, okay, right. How perfect. Timely. How timely. Yeah. Perfect. I get all these vicious um, comments on Instagram. Really? Because politics makes people, people crazy. Rightfully so. I so get it. But I don't... thought you were, like, endorsing him? Yeah. Or, they thought, oh. like, they thought any photo or joke or lightheartedness oh, wow. to this old photo made me uh, a monster and a Trump supporter. Wow. So I got, I got a... So I start back and forth texting with my ex-boyfriend's tour manager who I, I always got along with and he was like <laughs> Trump is like fuck Trump like right. you know be careful like you're better than blah blah so and then we like made good then as I'm driving over here okay with your Starbucks yeah. right because I took an order yeah for uh, yeah for Kent I come back from Starbucks get in my car get a voice message from my mom she's called me four times she lo- leaves a message I'm and t- listen it, my mom's right but it really pissed me off. My mom's the same. My mom uh, won't watch Saturday Night Live. 
Oh, because, really? Because Donald Trump was on. Oh, really? And she was on Facebook for like a month going, I mean, it's Saturday Night Live. I've been watching you since 1975, and I will, I will stop watching you. If you and she won't and and then he was on and she felt so and she won't watch and I'm like, you know and I'm like mom did you see that Kate McKinnon uh, <laughs> alien abduction sketch? <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I'm like mom just watch it like why Donald Trump's winning now? I mean you're I, depriving yourself of. Uh, but I do get the fact like I just I didn't realize like I didn't realize how intense people got about it and right, I guess right. and I guess my mom's in the right. I made a joke. Any insinuation that she may have had, may have had sex with Donald Trump, I can get why she'd be upset. But I was just like, I went ballistic because I was like, why don't you understand me as a joke? But I did delete it. And I, God, never again. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize to my mom. But you know what? It's weird because it's like if you were hanging out with your mom and a few other people and you made that joke, she probably would have been fine because it would have been in the moment and people would have laughed and she would have known at that moment that no one was, you weren't being serious. And, yeah. But it's like, but, but you're putting it on Instagram. Yeah, it's Where she knows there. you have a lot of followers. Yeah, it's Oof. like it's on the, and everyone can see it. And so it's like. I'm, I, yeah, I get it. Ugh, what a way to start the day. You got to think uh, globally. <laughs> I don't know. You got to like, <laughs> <laughs> or you got to, what I mean is, I don't know. Yeah, people will respond, mm, you know, whatever. Yeah. People, you got to just be respectful. Maybe, maybe, oh, right here. Um, Maybe cut that out too. Okay. Uh, I like that your a lot of your interviews. It's it's just ha- a lot of it is talking about what you're going to cut out. But then, <laughs> then you're listening to it. You're like, oh, they didn't cut it out. I guess. Well, then I get lazy and I'm like, yeah. I'm leaving in. Like, it's but, fine. But the but we can, but but I like to like listen to the whole unedited thing first yeah, yeah. and then and yeah. then be like give the so you know leave it. But uh, all right, jumping back in, Kent is just burp for the thirtieth time. Um, wait, so SpongeBob, how did you get involved with SpongeBob? Uh, I, uh, so, okay. So my brother, uh, uh, I have a younger brother and, uh, he went to CalArts and so he's an animator and oh, he's an animator too. Yeah. He co-directed Kung Fu Panda. Oh my God. He's been nominated for an Academy Award. This guy's married? Uh, twice. He's married? He's married. Has oh, kids. All right. Yeah. Womp womp. What? All right. Just kidding. <laughs> How tall is he? He's taller than me. What? He's like six two. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh man. Does he want you to get married? Is he's he like... taller. He can grow a beard. Uh, he has like owns stock. Like he's, he owns stock. Yeah, I'm just saying. He he. Everyone thinks he's older. <laughs> he's younger. He has two kids. Yeah, he's a year younger. And, but you have an Emmy and a Peabody. It's true. Yeah. And he's got a what? Uh, nothing. He's got two Academy Award nominations. Well, a Grammy nomination. What? He's close to his EGOT. He needs. It. Actually, he has a local Emmy. I wonder if that counts. A local a, Emmy. Yeah. Sounds like bullshit. He did a, Who is this bonehead? Smaller. Wait, you guys, are you guys competitive? Uh, we used to be when we were kids, but now I'm like, no, he's the he's why I'm working in animation. Oh, oh, he yeah, got he went, you the job. He, well, he went to CalArts. Yeah, he basically called up and said, "Can you get my brother a job?" Is this true? He's kind of a fuck up. Is this true? No, no. Okay, he's like he's doing a lot of fucking uh, dick party tricks, <laughs> yeah, and uh... I'm kind of worried about him. <laughs> no, how did this happen? It's important. He, so he went to CalArts, and his class was like super talented, and like the person who created SpongeBob was like a year above him, but the people in his class like created Powerpuff Girls and. Uh, Dexter's Lab and like worked went on to Pixar and DreamWorks and like all these like really uh, famous uh, uh, pe- shows that you would know now and like movies and stuff like all like all came out of this like one year of uh, uh, CalArts like this really talented class anyway so he was part of that and uh, so when I moved out to LA in 92 the first people I, I met a lot of like his friends and stuff like that and they liked me. So I was, like, acting in their movies and stuff. And What did you come out here to do? I, I came out to... Be an actor? I, I was trying to be an actor, Oh, yeah. my God. Isn't that the worst? I, I was living in New York, and I was taking acting lessons, and I was in a movie called School Ties. Oh, what did you do in School Ties? I was... Uh, I played Emil. Who's that guy? Oh. <laughs> 
What? Should I see the movie? <laughs> I'm glad I did a lot of research on you here. Uh, he's 31st in the credits. Well, that's something. <laughs> um, there's a scene where I shake Matt Damon's hand. How did it feel? Was it soft? It was his hands? Yeah. They were nice. You have a foot fetish, right? Oh, what? You like soft feet, right? I do, yeah. Do you feel that way about hands? Sure, yeah. Okay, go Soft on. hands. So listen. Hands are kind of like feet. That's what I understand about people. Why is there a stigma for foot fetish? Because hand, like, you like holding hands, right? I don't know about that. You don't like holding hands? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. I'm okay. So wait. So you're 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 acting in New York. You're taking lessons. You you come out to L.A. to be an actor. Yeah. You're hanging out with your brother and his friends. Yeah. And then what happens? Uh, How do you end up working on SpongeBob? So then, uh, I kind of stopped acting. I was like really bad at. I was bad at auditioning. I'd get really nervous. But then I started writing. Me too. And, I, and I was like, oh, I'll write a movie that I can act in. So I wrote a movie. And my brother was like, wanted to be a director. So I was like, I'll write it and you can direct it and I'll act in it. And so we made this movie. Uh, it was called Dropping Out. Okay. Played at Sundance. Oh. And then, <laughs> oh, amazing. Incredible. Look at you. Yeah. Living your life. Sure. Making then, things happen. And then we had a screening at the Egyptian, and uh, Steve Hellenberg, the guy who created SpongeBob, came and saw that screening, and then he needed a writer, so he he brought me in to interview because um, uh, he liked the movie. And so I interviewed, and I didn't get it, and then I went in the next season because the guy they hired didn't work out, and then they, they gave me another shot. And at that point, I had done a comic. I was like into comics, and I made a, a autobiographical comic. What's it called? Endangered Species. Endangered Species. What, yeah. Were you the endangered species? It was about like five roommates <laughs> just living their lives yeah. after college. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and uh, anyways, but they so then they hired me as a writer, and then a storyboarder left to go to, to DreamWorks, and they said, "Hey, can you fill in?" And I was like, "I can't draw. Like, I've never gone to art school." And they oh were my like, god! They're like, "No, just do like uh, stick figures." So I did stick figures and uh, was boarding, and then I worked on the movie, and. Uh, Wait, yeah. the SpongeBob movie? Yeah, I worked on season three of SpongeBob, and then the movie, and then a little bit of season four, and then I left and went to Cartoon Network. And how, why? 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 Oh, I kind of left. Well, I went through. I was going through a breakup, <gasps> and I was depressed. And I think I was burned out on SpongeBob or writing, and like my the guy, the my buddy who was like we were storyboard partners. He became my boss, and I think I was kind of annoying him. I was being because I was like depressed and. I, I was trying to like I was be, I'd be at my desk trying to draw SpongeBob and then I would go to the bathroom and like cry I'd cry. You would? Yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm this is the first time in my life that I'm like working and I I like what I do and I'm like I'm depressed and I can't be, I don't think I'm gonna be funny again and I'm I was like I couldn't like I'd watch TV and I'd see like I'm you know. Uh, uh, you know, a cop or something on a TV show. I'd be like, oh, should I be a cop? <gasps> like, is that a good profession? Like, I just, I was like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to write jokes anymore. Uh, I, I had a bunch of toys and I sold them all on eBay. Yeah, maybe and, that was a good thing. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Well, I kept some. Um, uh, but what were you, what? I got mugged once. You want to hear? Okay, I got mugged. <laughs> and uh, and then I, I went to my apartment and uh, I called my friend. My friend's like, oh, you should call the cops. I was like, all right. I called the cops. They're like, all right, we'll be right there. And I went outside to meet them because I didn't want them to come into my apartment because yeah. I had a lot of toys. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, they don't need to see this. So I was like, so I was, I was outside when they got there and they were like, oh, let's, do you live here? Let's go inside. And I was like, okay. And so we went inside and the one cop was like asking me questions. And then the other one was just kind of looking around at all my toys. And then when they were leaving, the one cop who was looking at all the toys went, uh, he goes, wow, you really like The Matrix. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I've never seen The Matrix. What? I've never seen The Matrix. Hmm. I got I to gotta watch it. Wow. Um, well, wait. Anyway. But what was the, the breakup, though? Like, what, what? how long? Yeah, we were together. Well, we were together off and on for like 10 years. But oh we, had, we had dated for a couple of years and then 
we broke up and then she got married, moved to Australia, which was. Oh, my like, God. And this is when you were devastated, like depressed at SpongeBob. No, no. This was before that. I was driving a limousine and I was like, wait a minute, depressed driving a limousine. But wait, hold on. Wait. But wait, you went, when, when was the breakup? You guys got back together. Yes. Yeah, so we, yeah, we broke up. Um, we met when we were like 23 and then dated for a couple of years and then broke up. And then we got back together when I was like 30. We were both the same age. We were 30. And then we lived together for like four and a half years. And we were like going to therapy and like spending, but like we, it was like we were married. It felt like we were married. Yeah. And we had like a lot of mutual friends. And then, yeah, we just, we broke up. Again. And I moved out. Yeah, broke up for like for real. But we had broken up so many times. We'd broken up and got And she'd been married in, in between? In between one And of the, moved to Australia? Yeah, during one of the breakups. And this is an, an interesting point because I'm going to say, and I've said this to you before uh, on our own time, living our lives, mm-hmm. when, we're, when we're not podcasting. Um, that's something that like women who are like dating and they read self help books or they read like dating manuals. Um, a thing that comes up is if a guy is 46 and has never been married yeah. or in his 40, it means there's something wrong with him. But yeah. it's like, I don't, that may, might be true because it means like, oh, they can't commit or blah, blah, blah. But you've been in a very serious relationship. So it's like, it's almost like you were married. Yeah. Or I don't know. You don't really agree with that. You think that's like a fucked up weird stigma for men, right? Well, it felt like a, di- when we broke up, it felt like a divorce. Yeah. I felt like I was trying to disentangle myself from a, a really, yeah, serious relationship. But, yeah. Because but, so, uh, it is, yeah, I don't know. You're not some like Lothario guy who's like, fuck these bitches, forget it, nobody can tie me down. Like, you made it an honest go at something, like, really deep, so you, yeah. you have that, Although you know. a lot of our fights were, she'd be like, why aren't, why aren't we married? Oh, why weren't you married? Oh, she I, wanted... Because we fought all the time. And I was oh. like, let's... That's why we started going to therapy, because I was like, well, we c- I'll, we'll get married when we stop fighting, because, like, the fighting's terrible. What were you fighting about? Because I used to... Uh, I used to think fighting was passion. Yeah. That's a bummer for men, and I, I'm not doing that anymore. We were pretty passionate. You were real <laughs> passionate. So what'd you fight we about? We were jerks to each other. We just, we'd start fighting. We'd be really nice. But then we'd fight. I don't know. I think she, when I went to visit her family for Christmas one year, they were all like, they were all just like fighting and arguing. But then they, it was fine. Like no one cared. Like they didn't hold a, they, what are you doing? Why are you putting that there? Put it over here. Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I get, this is just how they communicate. Oh. Like they're just like, and I think I was like really sensitive. And so every time she was like that with me, I would get really upset and be like, we have to talk about that. You know, like what's going on? Or, was she mean to you? Or was it just like aggression towards we were, you? We were mean to each other. Oh wow! And she would get kind of mean. Uh, she would drink and get kind of belligerent. But whatever. I wasn't a good. I mean, I was like, I was a jerk. I don't know. Well, how are you a jerk? And you're more a pothead than a drinker, or yeah. no? Uh, yeah. Or neither. I don't mean to label half you. and half. Half I don't and know. half. No, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you seem like you're always in a good mood. You seem like you're always smiling. You're never bummed out. Is that wrong to say that about you? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! He just took out—he just took out a huge tecate. Oh my god! I can't believe this. Kent Osborne has broken out the tecate. Things are getting real. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, tecate. You said that that's only because you and I drank tecate, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I know, and you made fun of me because I was like, "What kind of beer should we get?" And you're no, like, "I, like I was Ticate. like Tecate." Yeah, well, I should have said Stella. Stella's more highbrow mm. and the cooler container, right? Am yeah. I wrong? No, no. You know what the thing about the green uh, glass? What bad? Yeah, well, it's not bad. It's just like in the like Heineken and stuff. Like they're trying to like make it seem like green is like fancy. Like yeah. it's like an upper. Um, but it's actually brown is a better because brown lets less light in. Oh really? But they but they had like a. a you know, like a whisper campaign where it's like green glasses, like more expensive. Like that's like a status thing, but it's actually bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, so but I should be green, drinking Budweiser. Because green glasses are cheaper. Oh, but Stella has that like pretty thing on it, like that pretty sticker. Yeah. 
I can't do this right now with you, okay? <laughs> Sister. Oh, I like that beer. We went to some place together and uh, Button Mash, which you're a co-owner of, right? Co-owner, 99% owner of uh, Button Mash. You own Button Mash. You created Button Mash. Is that the case? Mm. Just kidding. He like owns like the doorknob. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. And they've got <laughs> beer and pinball and old-timey games. Aristotle, you got to go to this place. Yeah. Starry Kitchen is, oh. is the food. Aristotle right. knows that too. Yeah. He, he, Aristotle's... He knows. Yeah. You know, David Lowry, a uh, pr- uh, previous guest on... Uh, Whatever the show is, Love Alexi, whatever the <laughs> fuck it is we're doing here today over at Nerdist at HQ. It's not even the HQ. It's just for above a comic book store. <laughs> HQ is like in Burbank. But um, he, David Lowry, texted me and was like, just out of the blue for no reason was, and was like, Aristotle is such a, such a presence. He doesn't say a word, but you can, you can feel him in the room with you or just yeah. something like that. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I feel that too. I feel like he affects me for the better. Well, it's weird when you listen to it because you, you'll ask him a question and then you don't hear the answer, but you hear your reaction. Yeah. So you, you kind of fill in the blanks. Of it's like, like, oh, it's you... like I'm channeling Aristotle yeah. sometimes. It's like I'm some kind of like, you yeah. know, from the bayou. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's It's probably... like if, uh, if Penn and Teller had a podcast. <laughs> you, you, would, you would know that Teller was there. <laughs> Just because... So Aristotle and I are like the new cool millennial Penn and Teller. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, my God. You've broken uh, out of a new Tecate. Oh, my, uh, breaking up. Mm. Uh, Why did we fight? We fought about... Did you have really great sex, though? What kept yeah, yeah. you together? Simultaneous orgasms. You did? Every and time. Are you able to do that anymore? No. Why? You're I can have me... I can have a simultaneous orgasm with myself. Oh my! Yeah, you were telling me about this the other day. Why? I mean, we're just fucking going off on one yeah, right yeah. now. We're just like going tangential, full full throttle tangential conversation. Like she, we would fight. Like she would. Uh, uh, what? She would like uh, drive right, like go through a stop sign and like almost hit an old lady in, oh. China, in Chinatown, and I would like. Because she was mad at you. I'm like, that's not cool. Yeah. like oh, I'd be I would like, do that with my ex-boyfriend. And I'd be like, can you slow down? And she'd drive faster. And Whoa. I'm like, that's fucking bull. But, but I didn't like handle it well. I didn't say, like I didn't go for a walk and then come back when I'm not mad. And be you couldn't like, go for a walk. You're in her car. Yeah. But I'm just. She's trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Jump out. <laughs> I'm going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever room. But uh, no, it's like I wasn't. I could have handled it better. I could have said to her, hey, let's talk because I didn't feel safe and I don't want you to feel like I could have been a better person, like a better communicator. But instead, I would just like roll my eyes and tell her like I'd say things to make her feel dumb or stupid or, you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot of commotion. There's a lot like, of commotion. I, I reserved today because I thought it'd be a little bit uh, quiet for you and me. They're filming a thing up there for like Twitch and the girl in the middle, I reckon she's from uh, House of Secrets. House of Secrets? Yeah. You have a crush on her? Uh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, any v- woman in a comic book store. You have a crush on? Sure, baseline. Baseline crush. Baseline crush. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, how do we? Is that the right word? Baseline. I guess so. Or you just like you start with a crush. You start like, with a crush. Yeah, I always felt. I actually used to come into this comic book store and the Golden Apple with my bangs, put a little eyeliner on, and then meander. And walk around, and I'd feel the gaze of the nerds, and I'd be like, I love this, because I felt like this is where I thrive. Like, I, you know, I love Ghost World, I love, like, you know, just, like, all the, that's my only comic book reference. I don't know what my problem is. That's not, (laughs) I'm such a good I mean, whatever. He has that new thing, patience. patience. I I gotta get patience. I read it yesterday. I know, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's great. Oh, gosh. But, uh, 
Yeah, I used to come in here because I'd be like, I want to be the girl that the comic book store boys like. Right. And I would do that at Amoeba Records when I would go to like the record store when yeah. record stores still kind of existed. Oh, no, Amoeba still exists. Right. Um, Tower Records. Yeah, Tower Records. Uh, and I would walk around and be like, oh, what? Like, you know, make like, you know, like, oh. Why do you keep burping? Oh, because no, it's your Tecate. Yeah, did you did you backwash in your Tecate? Is there no, like no, weird spittle thing? No, no. It's so clean. Ew, I feel like, what is that? Goop. What? Okay, stop. Relax. All right, cool. Tecate. All right, so let's, let's fucking Once let me, let me I was steer in, the ship. Okay, I yeah. was in that Tower Records. Mm-hmm. There like, used to be a t- Tower Records yeah. uh, in on Los sun- Angeles on yeah. Sunset yeah. near where Dylan McKay used to live at the Bellage Hotel. Okay. An old school 90210. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Dylan McKay. It. I can't believe I never used to have a crush on Dylan McKay. I had a crush on Steve Sanders. <laughs> and now that I'm like an adult, I'm like, fuck, Jason Priestley and Dylan McKay are, yeah. are babes. Okay, yeah. but yeah, go on. So oh, and there was uh, a, someone walked by me and brushed his arm against my crotch. And uh, A dude? Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, whoa. Like I knew that wasn't an accident. Because like, then he kept walking. And then when he turned the corner, he like looked at me and like kind of smiled. And yeah. I was like. Uh, and I and then I was like I didn't say anything. Like, I are was, you bisexual? No. Are you trying to tell the world that you're bisexual? <laughs> no, no, is that you're, you're, <laughs> no, no. You're like, how can I get this out there yeah, in a way yeah. that seems? <laughs> so if he's listening, <laughs> <laughs> wait, didn't some movies? No, start? but I felt I oh. felt too. I was like, I felt like, oh, this is what women must go through when they are like groped in public and they don't say anything. I feel like gay men are more aggressive than... Uh, than straight men? Than straight men with women. With women. Really? Because I feel like gay men on, on dudes that may or may not be gay can't... But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like they're like more like, oh, like, you know, like, raw. Yeah. That's my... Oh, my God. <laughs> so not politically correct. But uh, but I feel like a lot of dudes have hit on you, right? Didn't you tell me that? No, not a lot. Not I a mean, lot? I Didn't mean, some, more... like, movie star guy hit on you one time? So, yeah, maybe. Didn't he... Someone who's not out publicly? I think he is out publicly, but whatever. Uh, we're not going to say his name. But didn't some, like, weren't you, like, doing dick tricks at a party yeah, or something? Sure. And then some yeah. movie it, star guy, like. Yeah, it wasn't really. It was a honey trap. I was doing dick tricks. It's not like he. It was a honey trap? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And he was like, ooh. And then he, like, took your hand and put it on his privates? Yeah. And then what'd you do? I just kept my hand there. And how was it? It was. I just was like, because I was like, wow. Flattered, like, yeah. Well, who am I to be touching you? <laughs> That's how I'm so excited for you. Yeah, and I think I said, I even said, like, I was like, what's it like to be you? You did not see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I wasn't really doing, I wasn't moving my hand or anything. And also I was like, oh, this is the first erect penis I've felt. And it's, that wasn't mine. And I was like, That's interesting. Like, I just assumed everyone has the same size and. Um, anyways, but then, then people came in the room and we stopped did, the, the you, most unerotic hand job. Did ever. you have a, did you have a threesome <laughs> with your ex-girlfriend ever? Uh, no. You guys didn't do anything like that? No, we like, we like, we, uh, I mean, there were like parties where people, like people would, we'd all get naked and like go swimming and stuff. Like, but it wasn't like, it never turned into. An orgy? Yeah. Once it, I thought maybe it was going to turn into an orgy. And then one of the guys stood up and undid his bathing suit and it, it was like Velcro and it went. <laughs> And then everyone just started laughing. And I was like, oh, no, the orgy's over. Um, wait, so wait. Let me get back to, like, you're crying in the bathroom. You're working at, at oh, yeah. SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're going through the, the breakup, the final breakup, yeah, right? Yeah, the, yeah. It's the final, final breakup. breakup. Yeah. Uh, you're really depressed. Did you go on antidepressants? Yeah. You quit your job and went on antidepressants? Or what happened there that got you I, over to Adventure, Flapjack, then oh, Adventure Time? I, well, yeah, my contract was running up. And, and uh and then I kind of I did like a dumb thing to my friend, like something that had nothing to do with work. And and uh, but 
like we it was like uh, it was dumb. Okay. It was, I, did, I mean, it was like fine. he liked a girl, and then I kind of I like didn't really take his feelings into consideration, and like made out with this girl, and like and he was your boss, the boss. Yeah, but we're also we were friends, and I was like, and I was like, you should go out with all of us, and then she'll see you with your friends. Like I was kind of and like I didn't mean to do it, but it just happened, yeah. whatever. And also, I was like blaming it on. I was like, um. Just went on antidepressants, and I just started feeling good, and then I was drinking a lot, and that was making me be kind of, I don't know, it was, like, destructive, like, it wasn't good behavior. Anyway, so he was like, look, you said you wanted to take time off, like, your contract's running up, just, you're done in, like, three weeks, just leave now, and we'll we'll pay you out. So he actually, like, did me a favor. Like, I, there was nothing left to do on the show, like, I was already done with my work. Anyways, and then I took, yeah, I took, like, six months off, and I, like, drove cross-country. Oh, wow. Uh... You did a lot of soul searching. <laughs> did, did a lot of soul searching? Sure, yeah. Are you off antidepressants now? Now I am, yeah. You are? I was on them for a while. I was on them for a couple of years, and I went off, and then I went back on them. And, uh, Which ones? I was on Lexapro. I was on uh, Clonopin first. He put me on which is anti-anxiety. Yeah. And that was just because I wasn't sleeping. So he was like, see if you can, like, if you get some sleep, you might be able to, like, restart your brain. And then that I was it was it was helping me sleep, but I'd still wake up depressed. So then he's like, "Well, you should go on antidepressants." And, oh man! And I spent like three months like not doing it because I was like, "I'm gonna muscle through it." Yeah. And I was like scared that antidepressants were gonna take away my edge. Or everybody uh, thinks that. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not on antidepressants, but I if you need it, I completely support people who are like, yeah. "I need this thing." I totally need. It. I would have. I would have killed myself. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was fuck. like in a bad, dark place. Like I was. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Let it out. <laughs> Let it out. When I get honest, I burp. That's yeah, my I know. I feel real. like you're always burping with me. I must really bring it out of you. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We got it. Yeah. So, uh, and now you're off them. You did soul searching. Yeah. And well, a- I had a three, right? I had a threesome, and then I threw my antidepressants away. The you next day. did? Yeah, yeah. How was your threesome? Oh, uh, listen. It was great. We I was got, like, we, yeah. I was like, I don't need this anymore. Wait, two girls, two guys? Two girls. Wait, what? <laughs> two guys. I don't know why. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, wait. So, two girls. Two girls, yeah. And you had sex with both their privates? You put your yeah. penis in both their vaginas? Yeah. Was it amazing? Yeah. Did you go down on both of them? Yeah. Did you put your dick in both of their bum holes? No. Are you into Not that? A, I can't do it. My penis is so big. <gasps> it's true, isn't yeah. it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. <laughs> Yo, I feel like... I only want to date guys whose dick is so big that they can't fit it in my bum hole because I don't want to have anal sex, but I also want yeah. them to have a big private. Yeah. And I want them to be happy yeah. and understand <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and know that I don't have a gaping bum hole. Um, Hello? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you had three of them. You're like, fuck you, antidepressants. I did it. Woo. Yeah. Did you end up dating other girls? Ever see them ever again? I was already dating one of the girls and we, we invited a third. Yeah, into a the third. Room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were they redheads? No. Just wondering. I, no. I just want to paint a picture. <laughs> um, um, so, but the other the the girl we invited, she the next day we all <laughs> went to the <laughs> observatory. Oh, you did? Yeah, and then she was like, "We don't really know that we landed on the moon." <laughs> it's like, and I was like, "Don't we?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. Man. Uh, anyways, but yeah, and then I threw my but I was also like, as I was throwing them away, I'm like, this is gonna make a great story. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be able to say that I threw him away. You're like one day. Yeah, it's like an episode of Adventure Time where you're going to go in the future and you're going to know that you have the story to tell on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or something like that. Um, 
wait, so you were a limo driver, yeah. and how did you? And you you wrote for Rob Schneider. Yeah, we're all over the place. I'm not even going in a linear whatever yeah, yeah. like of your of your. Okay, so let me get this straight. You were you moved to L.A. and yeah. in L.A. Yeah. and then you can tell me what's what. Yeah. You were a bartender. You ended up becoming Rob Schneider's like writer. Yeah. Well, first oh, wait, I, I, wait. you're uh, a limo driver. Limo driver first. I mean, sorry, bartender, then limo driver, then Rob Schneider's bitch. All right, Rob Schneider's <laughs> bitch, and, yeah. then, and then you became friends with John Stamos and Rebecca Romaine yeah. or whatever. You have yeah. this whole weird like '90s lifestyle yeah. weirdness. You're doing dick tricks at a party. Yeah, and then those planes hit those towers, and everything changed. Are you serious? Is that what happened? <laughs> Kinda. Oh my god! Okay, because didn't we need... everyone like stop partying after nine eleven? Like, wasn't it before my time? I wasn't born yet. <laughs> oh, I can't shit. relate. I have no idea. Aristotle and I are like, burr, oh, yeah. burr, burr. like that's the sound effect for like people who don't know what's happening. Um, okay, well, I want to know about all of that, and then also don't forget we've got we've got to touch on cat agent. Oh yeah, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. Okay. And uh, and how one time you your foot fetish you have to tell me about. We can edit that out if you want. What's and, there to talk about? And uh, who doesn't like feet? Who doesn't? Like, but you like feet in like a in like a kooky way because no, I no, don't. Okay, that's, I don't that, mean to judge you. Everyone thinks if you say you like feet, then everyone's like no, because you're I took weird and you I want t- like t- women to step on Jello or listen, like brought, step on hamsters. Listen, <laughs> I've got okay, but like I went over to your house the time I took my kids off, <laughs> and then you and I took my little hidden socks and my kids off too, and right? Then, and, but, and then your reaction was was like, wow. <laughs> You're like, that's like a, or something about how it's like, wait, what'd you say? Yeah, you have really nice feet. These are my feet. Yeah. They're really long. They're long. You have long toes. They're I get, pro- I get, proportional because you're tall. I'm tall. I would tip over if I didn't. I always get gel pedicures. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about my feet? And they're soft. They're soft. He is drooling. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are talking about my feet. Oh, do you know what I found out? I have a Wikipedia page dedicated to my feet. Oh, yeah. Wiki feet. Yeah. Wiki feet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. What is it? Because you're, it's like it's like when a girl takes a sock off, it's like real. Yeah, when I, I think when I was a kid, I was at the ski area, and I was in the <laughs> ski lodge, and then a girl. There was a high school girl, and she took off her ski boots. Wait, how old were you? I was like ten. Okay, cool. It's making nine. sure you weren't like yeah, you yeah. know fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking the, okay, so yeah, you're in the ski lodge. Girl takes off her boots. She was older. Girl took off her boots and her socks, and then was walking around barefoot in the ski lodge. And I remember thinking, like, I was like, I couldn't. I was like, whoa. She's like she's naked, naked from the ankle down. Yeah, like you, this is amazing, and like no one's like. And then like if my friends had a Playboy and like we'd look at a Playboy, I would I'd just like, be staring at the feet. If wow. They, yeah, like I wouldn't look at the the boobies or the. Really? <laughs> That's so. You've made me feel so good about my feet because you're so nice about my feet. You're like they're long and they're soft, and like you yeah. say these nice things. And I used to be so embarrassed about my feet and all this stuff, and now I'm like. Look at my beautiful, long, cool, yeah. luscious, clean, well-kempt feet or whatever. Yeah. It makes me feel cool. Also, you walk around on your feet all day, you know, so like it's like nice. It's like fun to rub someone's feet. I feel I think so about my feet and somebody yeah. else rubbing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So is that yeah, the couple- girl I lived with, we would just like when we weren't fighting, we would like watch. We'd make dinner and watch movie and then I'd rub her feet. You'd wash your hands though, right? After you. Yeah. Okay. Ew, Kent. Burping. God. Well, Nora, if I was alone, I would just burp out loud, but I'm trying to like cover it. Uh, yeah, you got to talk about your love of bodily functions too. Uh, and yeah, my, yeah. you got to school me on my fear and distaste of bodily functions. This is it weird? You're getting raw on the podcast. You listen to the podcast and yeah. now you know what it's like to do the podcast. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's lo- yeah. It's, it's a lot. Well, and also you have to like get it, you have to get, lo- you have to get into it. Like the beginning, it's like small. Yeah. Time. You want to do this? Okay. I'm giving him a Listerine mint strip. But you weren't rubbing anybody's feet right before this. I'm like, 
no. touching my my mint strips. Don't <laughs> touch my mint strips with your dirty, dirty fingers. Okay. So, wait, what were we talking about? Um, oh, yeah. You'd rubber feed. You'd, like, make dinner. Yeah. And it was, it was like, relax. Like, I'd rubber feed for, like, hours. Hours? It was, like, petting a cat or something. Oh, God. What a dream you are. You are. It's unbelievable. You're not just, like, you're the marriage material. It's out of control. Wait. Are you a cheater? No. Too, well, too tired to, right? Too exhausting. Too tired to cheat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who has the time? It's true. I'm busy too. I couldn't. Well, I think uh, I got into a situation where I was dating someone long distance, and but we weren't boyfriend, girlfriend, but we were sort of like talking on the phone every day and like we knew everything about each other. And then uh, I kind of like flirted with a friend of, or not even a friend. It was like, uh, this is terrible. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, not to, I mean, uh, it was like her brother's girlfriend. And they were in an open relationship. Wait, and hold I kind on, of, hold on. Yeah, You're dating was, a girl long distance. Yeah. Was she coming back to town at, at any point? No, she didn't live here. She lived... Uh, Chicago? I don't want to say specifically... Oh, sorry, there, sorry. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, okay. Oh, my God. She lived in the North Pole. Her name was Mrs. Claus. Oh, wait. And then you... But I was like, were, I think, I was like kind of bummed that she didn't want to be... Boyfriend, girl, because she was. Did you ask her to be boyfriend? Yeah, girlfriend? yeah. Oh, yeah. you didn't. She was like. Well, she was kind of in a weird place because she was like had in the had, North Pole. She was, yeah. She was. She had just broken up with someone that she was living with, and she mm-hmm. kind of still like maybe wanted it to work out, or, or and and uh, so she was kind of like not sure how she felt about that. And then, you know, I we'd only see each other like on like she was like it's like vacation, like where you come to visit me, and it's like a vacation. Oh, yeah. So it's like we have this fun time, and I don't know, I can't try, like I don't know, and That's anyways, funny, yeah. and I was like kind of bummed, and then. Her brother and his girlfriend were in like a kind of an open relationship. And oh he, my god! And he was off like, but she, and the girl was kind of like was fine with it, but she kind of was like she was like a little jealous. And she called me one night and was like, "What are we gonna do with these?" T-? You know. <gasps> and then we kind of like exchanged. We traded pictures. Dick pics. Well, you she, sent her. What did you? What photos? I like. I sent. Yeah, I sent her a picture of uh, your dick. Yeah. She, well, she sent me a picture of her, of her vagina, that, of her boobs. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Who wants to see a vagina? Uh, Oh, he's raised. Kent is raising his hand. <laughs> okay, so you guys exchanged photos. Yeah, and then, and then I was like, hmm. And I remember I was like, this isn't good. like this. This is gonna have some consequences. Oh my god, wild man! You're a wild <laughs> yeah, man. But also, I was like, oh, I, I'm depressed, and I'm, I feel bad. You know, I've, I'm sad about like I deserve this. It's you like, know what? I get that mentality because it's like if you're gonna kill yourself anyway, you might as well yeah. fuck the girls sister-in-law yeah and it, made, and it made me feel good it made me feel good to get attention from anyways but then she wanted to have phone sex she was like she was like what are you gonna do are you gonna masturbate later and i was oh, like, wait the girl in the other town in north pole the the girl i exchanged the girl i was flirting with oh but she lived in the same city as you different city no no, no. they both lived in different cities <laughs> yeah oh that's fucked up okay keep going <laughs> And also, fun. Their names were uh, off by one letter. <laughs> oh my god! What a fantasy! Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, so she wanted. So the se- girl number two. Girl number two wanted to have like little phone sex, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That's where I drew. That's where I was like, oh, this feels weird.' Like, oh, I, that's I, where I you drew, draw the draw line. line. Yeah. And I remember I went for a walk, and I was like, "I guess this is where I draw the line." And then I, I even thought I said, "Oh, if the girl that I like found out about this, we would have a good laugh." No. Like I haven't done no anything way. wrong. That's well, totally fucked. Yeah. Anyway, she found out about it. Who told her? Uh, the other girl, the second girl. What a fucking asshole. But it was kind of my fault because we all went to a birthday party and she, the second girl was trying to kiss me. And then I told the first, I was like, she was, 
she had kissed the girl I liked kissed someone else that night. It was like, I kissed someone. I just want to tell you. And I went, that's I, everyone was trying to kiss me and I didn't kiss anybody. And she was like, who's trying to kiss you? And I said, so and so. Your sister-in-law. Yeah. That's fucked up and, and then, so then And so then she approached her and said, hey, why were you trying to kiss Kent? I don't appreciate that. And the girl said, I think you need to see this picture. Oh, my God. Yeah. Doesn't anybody know how to fucking run their life? <laughs> okay, here's the. But it was, it, that sent me in a. Let's do a practice run of phone sex. All yeah. right. Let's get, can you, okay. Oh, what um, do you mean? Ring, ring a ding ding. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Kent. It's Lexi. Oh, hey, Lexi. You were great on the podcast today. Oh, thanks. What do you, what do you mean? Um. I really liked your black t-shirt. I like your. Yeah. I really love a man in a cool pair of jeans and a black crew neck t-shirt. Thanks. Um, what are you doing? Are you by yourself? Yeah. Why? Um. Well. Um. I don't know. I'm just like thinking about you. <laughs> Do you want to have phone sex? I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but wait, what's the point of this exercise? Or do you really want me to start? Oh, well, thanks a lot for ruining it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got confused. I was, I was just going to, we were going to, I was going to rip it off like a band-aid. We we're going to have phone sex. Oh, shit. Stick your privates in my privates right now. Hard, hard, Aristotle's hard. like doing the reverb. The... No, don't do the reverb. That's only for the kitty song. I'm taking out my big cock, 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 cock. Anyways, so uh, anyways, yeah. So that, that, but that felt like cheating. Like that was like where I did something, and then I was trying to hide it, and wait, then I got caught. Wait, but that was the threesome? No, that was long distance. No, that was like a thing where I felt. You asked me if I if I'm a cheater. Oh, got it. That's the yeah. only time you got close to cheating. Yeah. Thanks for remembering. Um, <laughs> it felt horrible. It like felt horrible. Yeah. Like and then I like yeah trying to like explain myself. Like I was like oh, I'm. Yeah. I didn't, I said no to phone sex. Like I was, it just, everything I said, I sounded Ugh. like a creep. You were in your 20s when this was happening? Uh, oh man. Uh, oh, so you're like, this is like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I was like, I, the picture I sent her wasn't even, I didn't even take that picture that night. Like it was, <laughs> it was an old picture. Like that was my <laughs> defense. It's funny because I have naked photos that I've taken of myself, but yeah. they're timestamp now on, uh, yeah. I feel like, can you turn the timestamp feature off your iPhone? Because I oh, feel like yeah. if I were to send that photo to you later or whatever, right. you know, uh, that it would be like, it would be like February 7th, 2014. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, fuck, it's right, like, right. like embarrassing. Right. Who is this naked picture for? Oh, you're asking me? Well, that's what I would say yeah. in this situation. But I mean, can I yeah. turn the timestamp off? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> this... <laughs> I have a whole fucking galley of... Uh, you know, cool you, can, you can go to Google and you can type that in. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll find like, out about There'll that. be like a YouTube video. Okay, I'll be like, how do I take... Okay. Um, anyway, so you're you're a limo... So the order oh, oh, is this. Sorry, yeah. You um, move to LA. Don't, yeah. don't apologize. I'm the one trying to fucking... I'll tell you all my survival jobs in order and then... And then at what point... And I want the funny limo driver stories yeah. you said you had for me. Sure. I want to know at what point Rob Schneider comes in the mix. Yeah. Go on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I worked at a hotel... Oh, really? What hotel? Uh, Summerfield Suites in Chatsworth, California. <laughs> that is the saddest thing anybody the... <laughs> has ever said to me on, on the Love Alexi podcast. I was the nighttime cleanup boy. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was working there in 94 when the earthquake happened. I was at work at like 4.30 in the morning. <gasps> and uh, the security guard was running, who never moved, was running across the lobby. Oh, my God. Like, his, his newspaper was in the air, and he was like, he looked like Kermit the Frog when Kermit the Frog's running. <laughs> Like, and I was like, oh, that's not good. He's moving really fast. It's like, that's so bad. Yeah, so. And then, yeah, I when it ended, I went outside and I was like, 
trying to, I was like, okay, I was the only one who worked there. And all the guests had come outside. And I was like, everyone, it's okay. Um, and then I was like, well, what's that light? There was a light across the street moving. And I was like, what's that light? And someone's like, it's the flashlight in your hand. Like I was trembling so much that the flashlight was good. And the, I was so useless. I was just like, everyone can have a Snapple. Like there's like a Snapple thing. And I was like, free Snapples. And then I got someone wrote a letter to to the corporation like the, your employee was it was wonderful and so I got like a I got a like a plaque or something or like a, a certificate yeah. that should be next to your Emmy in your yeah. bathroom yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways I did that and then I was a bartender okay uh, where in, in Hollywood uh, do you remember the Diamond Club no it's where it's on La Brea and Hollywood it's where the Buffalo Wild Wings is now but it used to be called the Diamond Club okay and it's where Mr Show did their first. Um, uh, like perf- performances before it was Mr. Show, they were they were still trying to like figure it out. Oh wow! Yeah, and I used to bartend, and I was so I was like, oh my gosh, because I knew I was like, that's Janine Gruffalo, and that's like, I I recognized all these people, and uh, and then after I was like, this is great, I'm gonna work this comedy show, and after the first night, they were like, hey, we want you to bartend, can you bartend in the other room? Cause Why? Because it, it was like they thought it was like. Every time I opened it, made a drink, it would like make noise, and so they didn't. Uh. So I was like, oh, so I had to go into the like, so it's like a club that has like a huge empty. Like the, I was in the main room pouring drinks while the show was going on, and oh. yeah, it was so depressing. Yeah, but and then but then how did you end up being Rob Schneider's oh, writer from being so there? The, so the 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 guy who owned it, uh, he he uh, was like buddies with the guy who produced Down Periscope, which is a Kelsey Grammer movie that Rob Schneider was in. Oh, that that old Tim. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I've never heard per- of that. Oh, Down Periscope. <laughs> oh, have I, should I have heard of that? Aristotle? Have you heard of this? Uh, I guess not. I guess it's if you were alive back then, you would have hmm. you would know it. Okay. It was Kelsey Grammer's like starring vehicle, and he it was like him, and uh, you know it was like. Excuse me. <laughs> I just want to see if I could hear it. Um, oh my god! I'm just glad you know whatever. Um, anyways, so the guy who worked uh, who owned this club, uh, he one day he was like, "You you're a writer, right?" And he's like, "Did you you have any scripts? You have any scripts?" He's like, "I want to make a movie," and I was like, "Yeah." So I brought in the script. That turned into that ended up being the movie my brother and I made. Oh, this is all before that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I gave him the script, and then he gave it to this guy Stanley Wilson, who produced Down Periscope, and then he gave it to Rob Schneider because. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like, I'm like uh, it's like Rick and Morty. Girl, oh god! Sorry, it's okay. Um, you're safe here. I think I'm nervous. You're, like, you're yeah, not. Yeah. Don't be nervous. You're um, so have some more alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Rob Schneider read the script and liked it, and so he met with my brother and I. Cause he was like, hey, I want to act in this movie. And we were like, oh, we're still tr- uh, trying to raise money to make it. And then he was like, well, what are, you, what are you doing right now? And at that point, I had stopped bartending, and I was driving a limousine. Wow. And I was like, oh, I'm driving a limousine. And he was like, uh, well, quit your job. He's like, give your notice. I'm going out of town for two weeks. When I come back, you'll work for me. I'll pay you $500 a week, and you'll help me. I want to write a script, and you'll help me write the script. And he was already on SNL. No, he'd left SNL and was oh, he'd doing. Already been he on was it. doing Men Behaving Badly. On, okay, uh, a sitcom with David Spade or something. No, I just lumped David Spade David, in with him. David Spade was on. David Spade must have a huge private. <laughs> Why? Because he gets all these fucking banging girls, and he's like tiny, but he's hilarious. But girl, the girls love humor. No, no, no. I think I've read it. Um, I watched the final Seinfeld at David Spade's house. He Did a, he take his dick out? And no. was like, hey, everybody. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rumors are true. <laughs> I saw him on a plane one time. That's that story. When we, when I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait. So you're $500 a week. Yeah. Some men behaving badly. And then 
you're off and running. Yeah, and then I worked for him for like two years. And I we wrote a script together, and then he just kept me like on his payroll because I would like write joke. He would go like on Conan or Regis Kathy Lee, and I'd like help him like brainstorm ideas. So and, you came out to LA to be an actor. Yeah, you never did stand up. No, you said you can't draw. You want it like, yeah. you, but you're too scary to audition. Yeah. You wrote a script with your brother. <laughs> yeah. Somehow the guy at the bartender play at the, <laughs> yeah. the place goes, oh, you're a writer, right? Because you must be a writer. Yeah. That gets in the hands of Rob Schneider. Now you're writing for a dude for a stand-up. You're, you've never even done stand-up. Yeah. And and then you end up having this job in Adventure Time. You've never even you were in a or, you know whatever. I've never all worked, that's a, yeah, yeah. It's just like you didn't even go to college. You yeah. were an inspiration. <laughs> this is the yeah. American dream. This is incredible. This is <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Yeah. All right. And okay, cool. So. uh who cares if you burp so much? Right. You're amazing. But I think the good thing is to when you when you do when someone says, "Hey, do you have a script?" or "Hey, do you have something I can look at?" It's good to have something. It's yeah. not, instead of going, "Oh, I'm working on something," or yeah. "I have this idea Ugh. for something." So people, I always tell people to have to, something. To make yeah, make whatever it is. You make something so you can like give it to someone as like a calling card. That's and, what links are now. Yeah. It's like, "Oh yeah, I got all these links to yeah, the things yeah. that I've made." Yeah. You want to know who I am? Click Check, this. Click, click these links. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, why did you tell me the other day? I loved it because uh, Kent and I went to Button Mash, uh, which he owns uh, 99% of no, or whatever. I'm just fucking with you. How no, much? How, what's what's the nothing, percentage? Nothing. No, you know, I, I, gave, I gave a tiny little. You like, gave a pep talk. You wrote a note. You drew a cartoon. And you were like, go for it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and then when it opened, I got excited. So I told a couple people, like, I'm part owner, even though I'm not. I'm like. I'm not, I'm like minor investor or whatever. Oh my god! When I when I tweet every, this, I'm gonna be yeah. like co-owner <laughs> <Yeah>. button mash. <laughs> but then the funny thing was creator I, of Adventure Time. <laughs> I started like not telling people, but then it was already the word was out, so people were coming up like, "Hey, you're the owner." Way like, to go, owner! Yeah. And then I went there with my brother, and I and he I brought it up with him. I'm like, I, everyone's saying I'm an, I, I'm I'm don't tell anyone. And he's like, all right. But then he ran into some friends of his who were there who had kids, and I didn't know this, and I was playing a game, and this kid came up and was like, he was watching me play, and then he started talking to me, and I, we were talking about video games, and then I'm like, he's like, my dad, I'm like, who's your dad? He's like, Keith, and I'm like, oh, I know Keith, and he goes, wait, are you the owner? And like, he knew, even the kid knew. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, right. Wait, do you like kids? Do you want kids? Uh, I love kids, and that's why I'll never have them. Really? No, that's like a Bill Maher joke, oh. but it kind of applies. I don't know. I'm 46. I haven't had kids, I don't think. Ever gotten a girl pregnant? No. Uh, well, that's a funny story. Mm, okay. Well, then we'll get back to what we were talking <laughs> when about. When I was yeah. a bartender, there was a girl who worked at Crazy Girls. Oh, where is this I just, I just walked by. Thanks for pointing. He's like pointing at it. And so, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. over there. Oh, yeah. It's where they film Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. And I remember she's like, I dance at Crazy Girls. And I'm like, that's where they film Pulp Fiction. Anyways, she like we, uh, came over to my place and we had sex once. And then. You, um, with a stripper? Yeah. Okay. But I was like, I was like, this is, I got it. I got game. Like, yeah. I'm not even doing anything. Anyways. Yeah. And then uh, a couple weeks later, she was like, hey, I need to see you. And so I went down to Crazy Girls and she was like, hey, I'm pregnant. Did you come inside of her without a condom? No. Oh. Yeah. Did you come on her boobs? No. I can't remember. In I, the condom, probably. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh. And she's like, can you help me with the, to get, in, like, can you drive me to the place to get an abortion? And I was like, okay. And then. Uh, this is an exclusive. Yeah. But then I found out. I was when she was at the doctor was talking to me and I and I was like when did uh, how long how far along was it and the doctor said like eight weeks you paid for some other yeah. dude's abortion yeah and I th- I think I don't know, I think and you're I, the greatest but I think that's why she it was so like like I was like I'm 
I must be looking good. Like, oh I, like, my god, you're like, she's like, oh cool, I found this geek to yeah. fucking yeah. pay for my abortion. This is gonna be easy. Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah. You're you're beautiful. What? Do you know how handsome you are? <laughs> what? You're just you're handsome. You're a great guy. You're always smiling. I'm no Aristotle. Aristotle's like he's like Instagramming um, right now. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm only coming in for the kitty song. When you need reverb, <laughs> yeah. I'm your guy. <laughs> um, oh my god! All right, so uh, yeah. Anyways, but that but I just thought about that because I was walking here and I walked by Crazy Girls. Oh, you walked here? Well, I walked here from the ArcLight. I got a ride to the ArcLight. Oh, you don't have a car? I don't have a car. Don't have a car, but the, yeah. you know you could afford one. Exactly. You've got a great job. You just choose not to. Yeah. Cool. That's all we need to know as women. Yeah. Um, I could afford like. A Prius. You can afford a goddamn <laughs> Prius. Um, uh, oh, God, I want to ask you about cat agent. I want to ask you about your feelings on bodily functions. I want to ask you about... Uh, oh, yeah, why did you say to me... Oh, yeah, when we were at Button Mash, yeah. you were like, uh, you know, you, you said something like... Uh, Oh, you, you didn't want to tell me anything about yourself anymore right. because you're like, got to save it for the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what? I, you know, I love speaking, obviously, yeah, yeah. but like... I know. Uh, but you were like... I'm a star fucker as a joke. And I was like, what does that mean? You're like, save it for the cast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think because that day uh, uh, Kobe Bryant had been at the studio. Oh, at Adventure. At, at, at a Cartoon Hour. Yeah. He was like on a tour. And I had like gotten an email that said like, hey, we just, just heads up. Kobe Bryant's going to be here. Like they're, uh, they're going to be giving him a tour. Um, and I, I purposely hid in my office because I didn't want to run into him because I picked him up in a limousine when he landed in LA to sign for the Lakers. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I picked him up and, and drove him to his hotel and then he like called me a couple times. I like took him to get a haircut and uh, took him to like an award show. And anyway, so I was like, if I see Kobe Bryant, I'm going to go, hey, I drove you 20 years ago in a limousine. Yeah. Like, I knew I was going to do it. And so I like, I, I it was like, I was... Uh, like Odysseus tying myself to the mast. Like I just like oh. stayed in my office because I was like, I didn't want to, I knew I would do it and I knew it would be humiliating. And like the head of the network would be like looking at me like, why are you talking? Why are you like, he yeah. doesn't. And Cody Ryan would be like, I don't care. I don't oh, remember you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe he'd remember because oh. it was when he first landed. So he might, that's oh the only thing. Because yeah. I could timestamp it. I could be like, you were landing in LA to sign your contract. You were 17 and I picked you up and you smiled at me. Oh, he was 17? <laughs> yeah. Oh and this God. was before 9-11, so you could, like, wait at the gate for the person to get off the plane. And the, the, it was the, the it was packed. Like, the gate was packed. And everyone... Oh, because oh, you used to be able to go right up to the yeah. gate. And Isn't so, that crazy? Yeah, yeah. With flowers. Yeah. I wish people would do that for me. I know. Come wait at the gate with flowers. When I drove a limousine, you would go and you would go through security. And, go, and going through security would take five minutes. Snappy sound. <laughs> to symbolize quick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's incredible. God, so, yeah. God, wow, 9-11 really did change everything. I dated a girl, Ugh. and I this is another example of how I'm a star fucker. Or what? Not a star fucker. Just like, I get, was, that's not a star fucker. I get like, like, but I get nervous around, like I get too nervous and too... Are like, you okay right now? <laughs> are, we, are Aristotle and I blowing your goddamn mind? <laughs> when I met you, I was like, oh, it's Alexi Oh, Lesser. whatever. I yeah. Like, I feel like I know her. Anyway. Because I'd seen you in that movie, uh, Audrey the Trainwreck. Crickets. What? Crickets. Okay, so um, even though there is a scene in Audrey the Trainwreck, a cool uh, underrated indie film where they talk about 9-11 and talk about security and having to take off your shoes, which you probably oh, get excited about yeah. seeing all those strange ladies take off their shoes and weird socks. Sure. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so wait. But that does make you a star fucker, though. That, that... Well, I get... Yeah. I mean, what's a star fucker? Someone who's like... they. But I think if you act differently around someone who's famous... No. Then you're kind of like... That's, that's like... where your priorities are. Like, you get excited... Oh, it means you put them on a pedestal and you give them power. Yeah. 
But I feel like a star fucker is like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I need to make them mine and I want them to. Oh, really? I don't know. I, I think like a star, star fucker, fucker is just is like, like, oh, they like they see you and go, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then they find out later that you like, you know, Julia Roberts. And they're like, oh, hi. And they're like really nice to you or something. Or Oh, yeah, that is. It? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's a star fucker. Or if you get ex- nervous around, like, I just... Uh... I think the variations. I, I get, like, because if you, like, question your self-worth and make somebody better than you and put them on a pedestal, and that's, like, about, right. like, ego and self-worth and insecurity and, like, making yourself less than, as opposed to a star fucker is, like, all that matters, they, they want to they align with you because you're famous and it means something status-wise. Like, right. like, I would never sleep with a guy just because he's RZA. Just really? kidding. No, I'm just joking. I know. I would never sleep with a guy just because he's famous because I think I might get nervous around that person because I want them to like me or think I'm cool or I want to be as successful as them. Yeah. Or I think what they do is neat or something. But I would never just be like, I'm going to fuck that person because they're famous because I value myself too. And like, doesn't mean that they're a cool person because don't you meet people that you like? Isn't it horrible when you meet somebody that you think you respect and you like, you like what they do, and then they like as a human being, they're a complete douchebag, and you're like, great, way to just like, now oh, I can't yeah. even like your work anymore. Yeah. Anyway, but you think you're a star fucker because you get nervous. I know, sucking the life out of you. It's getting hot up no, here no, in the no, studio. No. I was... Ken's falling asleep. Stop burping, and he's just falling asleep. <laughs> I said. burped myself to <laughs> he sleep. He burped himself to sleep. But uh, uh, why are there other star fucker stories? Because the famous dude who like hit on you, you didn't go have sex with him because you were like, I must have sex with him. I'm not going to say his name. Right. Right. But I was like, debate? I was like, hmm. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, no. That's I was... cute. I love that. You're like, but are you, uh, uh, would you, have you had sex with the dude? None of my business. No. Well, we I've, I've like fooled around. I fooled around with a couple of guys. Like yeah. made, made out. Yeah. Like a guy, I was on, I did a lot of ecstasy. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and then, yeah, this guy, I was going in the bathroom. I was kind of flirting. Like this guy was like, I'm attracted to straight guys. And I was like, oh, I just came out of the closet. Like I was like making jokes. And yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and I went in the bathroom and I was like trying to close the door and he was coming in. And oh I was like, my what's God. happening? And then he came in and he was like, he, he, he was like, he was like, uh-uh. And he like <laughs> started what? to kiss me. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm on ecstasy. Like I'm, I've, I've never done this. I'm going to give it a shot. And, uh, and, uh, but I felt weird because my girlfriend was out. Your like, girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. That's still cheating. That's cheating. Yeah, but whatever. She was making out with a girl. Oh, probably. Cool. Like okay. we were on ecstasy. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, but I remember I was like, oh, he, well, you talked about this, how you're like, oh, women are soft. Wait, I'm soft. Like yeah. I was, he was kissing me and I was like, he's so scratchy. Oh, his, he's got stubble and like, oh, his breath tastes like booze. And I'm like, oh, that's what I must feel like when yeah. I'm kissing. Yeah. Was it fun though? That wasn't fun. But then I fooled around with a couple, and that was pretty fun. Yeah. Do they break up after? No. They got, they're got. they tight. They're tight. I think. they got. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what do you mean fool around? None of my business. Please don't answer this if you don't want to. But what does that mean? Uh, like fool, uh, fool. You use your imagination. Okay, <laughs> I mean, good. There, there you no, go. Perfect answer. No, Thank it you. Was, I would say. Uh, you don't have to answer this in a real way. I w- was uh, orally by. Does that make sense? That... Oh, you gave a blowjob? You no, don't have he to blew, fucking answer. No, they he blew, blew you. They blew me. Oh together. yeah, they're yeah. your bitches. They're yeah. like your little bitches. This yeah. is great. Okay, um, whatever <laughs> that means. Um, so wait a minute. What am I leaving out here? What are uh, you not telling me? What are like the the things that like we're going deep? Yeah, yeah. Where, where it's like this is like a love letter to you. You know, <laughs> this is a fucking time capsule of everything Kent Osborne. Yeah, you know? I'm a two on the Kinsey scale. I'm a one or a zero. Oh, I thought you had an incident. An incident? Like, I don't think like, there's, an, there's no zero. There's a zero. It's one through six. Isn't no, it? it's, there's a zero. No. How dare you tell me? <laughs> How dare you tell me I'm a lesbian? I don't know. No, I'm, no, I'm zero, never found... zero is if you have no, if you're asexual, right? Oh, I'm a, I don't know. I've never gone down on a girl. I've made out with girls. I don't love it. 
I don't want to be like finger banged. I don't want her to put on a strap on. I just like men. I like men and they're big privates and they're strapping yeah, yeah. bods and. Oh, so you're like a one. I'm a one. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like I could say if I'm like sick fifty or sixty and like life has happened and like I'm totally bored and I've ridden all the roller coasters like like at Magic Mountain or something like right, I right. could be like, well, what's it like to learn how to lick puss? But like right now, I don't think I'm going to want to do that. I just don't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to. <laughs> That's fine. Um, no one's making you. No one's making me. So wait, how'd you end up being friends with like Rebecca Romaine and... Uh, oh, through, well, Rob and, Schneider uh, was hosting a S- Sports Illustrated swimsuit oh special. Wow. And then she was, on, she was on it. So we were in like Mexico for a week and then she and I like, like kind of got along and then I was at a party and she and John were there and I was like, she was like, hey, I just, I was just in Mexico with him and I'm like, oh, I have the pictures in my car. Like, this was like 90... Six or yeah. ninety seven. I like ran to my car and got the photo album. Like I already had him in an album. You had him. And so John Stamos was like, "Oh, what?" And, you know, and he was kind of like <laughs> looking at the pictures and and I think he's kind of like, yeah, he was making jokes and like he's really good about like doing crowd work. You know, if he was a stand up, he'd be he's good at like asking questions and making jokes and stuff. So yeah. he, was, he was asking questions. But anyways, we were hit off and then yeah, they invited me to a party and I went and uh, it was like a cool, like it was just a cool party. It was like there was like. <laughs> People from Guns N' Roses there. There were like ladies my playing. My mom was there. My... I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Your mom was there with Donald Trump. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Um, but there, I remember there was a girl playing pool who had like a mesh shirt on with like no bra. And I was like, oh, cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and there were like supermodels. And, you... uh, and then someone was like, do you want to do ecstasy? And I'd never done ecstasy. And then Whoa. the next thing I know, I'm just like. On ecstasy with John Stamos? Uh, yeah. And I'm like. These these girls are like, hey, go in the water, and we're gonna dive in the water. You go underwater and tell us what it looks like. And so I was like, okay. Oh god! <laughs> and we're all like, naked. I like got in the water, and they're like, okay, go under, and I'd go under, and then they would dive in, and they would come up, and they'd be like, what? How'd it look? And I'm like, it looks amazing. And they'd be like, ah, and they'd be like, all right, now you go, and then I'd go back under, and they would dive in. <laughs> and I was doing, I was like, this is great. Oh my god! I get used to this. Well, how do the dick tricks come into effect? Because I remember you telling me you were at a oh, party yeah. and like it was like, yeah, and John Stamos and Rebecca May or somebody were like, hey, sh- hey, Ken, show them the show them the dick tricks. Oh yeah, well it happened. Or what are these dick tricks? They're just, well, you've never heard of peanut puppetry or the penis? Or the, uh, Have you Aristotle? There were these two guys from. Wait, okay, so okay, so the year is. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it was like the late nineties, right? <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> A young Fiona Apple was enchanting us over the airwaves. No, um, sorry. <laughs> I was at a party, and it was like, you know, it was a party where it was like, we everyone knew each other really well, and we're, we're partying deep into the night. It's like 3, 3 a.m., you know, and it's like, there's only like 15 people, and uh, every, it's a party where everyone is like going to spend the night and like kind of walk, go to sleep, and everyone was getting tired. And I was like, no, don't go to bed. And I was like, look, it's the world's worst puppet show. And I took out, I was like, took out my penis. It was just, I'm like, look, it's the propeller. And I was swinging my penis. And Men uh, love that move. I feel like every boyfriend I've ever had, like, is like, yeah. loves to just wiggle it it's when fun. you feel comfortable with your good. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just being dumb and everyone was laughing and it was hilarious. And I, I get, I like that. I like making people laugh. Like, and I, and then, so I just started doing these dumb, like one was called the hot potato where you just go hot, 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 hot. <laughs> you just like tap it back and forth. And then one's called uh, To Build a Fire, where you go like this, <laughs> like, like you're Tom Hanks in Castaway. And uh, anyways, and then, so then I started doing it, like, on the reg. <laughs> like, on the reg! Because yeah, like, then, like, the next time we'd be hanging out, everyone's like, are you going to do dick tricks tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, someone get him a drink, you know? Oh. <laughs> but then it got to be the point, yeah, after, like, it was just, like, 
hey, nice to meet you. Hey, this is Ken. He does cock tricks. Ken, take out your cock. Do like it became really like not organic at all. But it's I still got laughs. People are like, they were like, what? No, he doesn't. You're lying. And then I would do it, and they'd be like, what? What? And they'd be like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I write children's television. But yeah, also, it's it, they're not erotic. They're, but we went on a rafting trip. I just sounded like I'm from a rafting trip. I was like, it's like I'm from Chicago. I was like, anyway, we went rafted. Anyway, we went on a rafting trip, and uh, they were like, "Hey, Kent does cock tricks," and they're like, "So does Tom." Like one of the one of the river guides, and, and, he, and he was doing tricks like create like the ones I'd never seen, like the hamburger, and the snail, and the. Nail? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I was like, oh my god! And so we were having like a dueling banjos, like d- dick trick off, you know. And also, my girlfriend at the time, not a fan, not oh, a fan. Really? Of, yeah. was, was this a ten year one? Yeah, because she, because everyone would be laughing and laughing, and then they'd go, "What's it like to you? Must he must do this all the time at home?" She didn't like that everyone was looking at her as the weirdo that was dating the guy who was doing dick tricks, you know. Yeah. And uh, what does she do for a living? She at the time or in general? Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, she well at the time she was working for. A, 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 a PR company for like um, for musicians. Okay, go on. So you're uh, on the raft, dueling. So we're doing, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, where's this guy getting these? Like, that's great. And then I woke up one day, like eight in the morning, and my friends were calling me from New York. They were in New York, and there was, a, they were like, "Holy shit, you're ahead of your time." There's a Broadway show called Puppetry of the Penis, and it was two guys from Australia that were doing all these tricks, like the hamburger and the, like all these like cra- like my tricks were really dumb, and then their tricks were great. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And then when they came to LA. I like went to see the show. And I was, oh my like, god! T- taking notes, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then I was gonna audition for it. They were like, "We need people that w- could go to like New Zealand and do uh, like other." And I was like, "I'll do that." And then I got the job on SpongeBob, so I didn't do it. But I was gonna audition. But it was weird because they wore capes, and I would I would wear a cape because a cape makes like a nice curtain if you turn around and then you do the <laughs> and then you turn around to show the trick. Um, Anyways, yeah. What could have been? Yeah. And then <laughs> one day. <and> then one, <laughs> but yeah. And then it just got to the point where everyone's like, oh, I hear you do. Co-. Like, I got a job at Cartoon Network, and my first storyboard partner was like, yeah, just so you know, I don't care what you do in your own bedroom, but I'm not, I can't have you taking out your junk in, in the office. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. Your reputation preceded yeah. you. Well, because I. Aristotle is so bored by the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching you. Maybe he's like Googling your cock tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Come up. Like, my next trick. A hot potato. Uh, but then I was, I was, I felt a lump in on my scrotum and I was like, oh, I have cancer. And I went to the doctor and I was like, what's this? Oh my God. And he felt it and he said, oh, that's just scar tissue. From what? Exactly. I was like, what? What's, From all the dick tricks? Yeah, and he goes, have you been doing anything strenuous with your scrotum? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, mm, no. But, like, one of the tricks is called the bullfrog, and it's very strenuous. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? Don't do it, but what is it? Do you want to, I can show No, I don't want you to do it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so I was like, no. And then so he was like, just avoid doing anything strenuous with your scrotum. So then people would be like, hey, do a dick trick. And I'd be like, I can't. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Burps are so funny. Yeah, you're into like... Oh, wait. Because Kent and I are friends beforehand, before this uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, how do we meet? We met at that reading. At a reading for Melinda Hill Comedy Central stage. But we followed each other on Instagram and Twitter. And I, I contacted you on Facebook. You did? Yeah, I'd, I I saw Audrey the Trainwreck, 
And then I saw that we had mutual friends. And then I tried to friend you, and you were maxed out. You were like at five thousand, and I didn't Thank know you. that was a thing. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. Ooh. So then I wrote you a heartfelt <laughs> message. I said, hey, I'm I know Frank, and I just saw this movie, and you're really great in it. And then uh, didn't hear back. But then like a year later, you were like, out of the blue, you were just like, oh, I just, oh my god, I just saw this in my other box. I didn't know I had another box. Like because I guess it had gone to the. And so you you uh, accepted my friend. It took a year. It only took a year. Yeah, and, and then but then we were, and then we didn't really like talk or anything, but we were like we followed each other on Instagram. And then I remember like coming to the Comedy Central stage. It's only like a, like a month ago or like whatever, yeah. six weeks ago or whatever. Uh, yeah. And uh, and being like enraged, I didn't know where the show was happening. I was I was like freaking out trying to find the thing, and then. I knew you were going to be part of the reading and I was excited to meet you because we were like just peripheral, like fr- acquaintance, whatever on Instagram. But, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends. And so I was excited to meet you. But your avatar, oh, then all of a, your avatar is just like your little head, right? It's right. like a little profile. It's like yeah. Blogsby, you know, at, yeah. Kent, at Blogsby, right? At it, Kent Osborne? That's Instagram. That's Instagram. Yeah, Blogsby. Oh, that's Instagram. So I remember being like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, lady, uh, where, where's the show happening? And then I turn, I heard that burp. Yeah, I saw sorry. that burp Jeez. happen, Kent. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I and then I hear this guy go, Alexi? And I turn around, and it's like this tall, handsome man, and it's you, it's <laughs> Kent. I couldn't believe it. And it was like, holy shit, your avatar, you're all little and whatever. And then in real life, you're like this hulking brute, strapping hunk <laughs> or whatever. Uh, and I was like, oh, and I was just so like drawn to you that entire like day. I remember like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was so, so happy to meet you. Oh, but yeah. and then um, what are you taking out? I was gonna Snapchat you telling talking about. Oh, it's over. It happened. You <laughs> missed it. it. God right. damn it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's gonna be on a podcast. Right, right. Um, but uh, oh yeah. But then, so I was like really drawn to you, and I couldn't believe it. And then um, I see you Snapchatting me. I see it happening. Um. What the hell was I going to say? Uh, handsome brute. Handsome, sexy, well, hulking brute, right. taller than I expected. Right. Very exciting. Yeah. I only want to date men who are my height or taller. That's it. That's that's the thing. Can you stop snapping? Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Fucking crap. No, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> um, but uh, oh yeah, and then I was like, I was like, I'm not dating in 2016. Yeah, yeah. Blah blah. Like so, you know, uh, whatever. And then um. What the hell? And then, you're, and then you're like, why aren't you asking me on a date? No, <laughs> do I say that? Stop gaming me. Stop gaming. Oh, <laughs> do I say that? What a monster I am. Like, as a joke. But uh, but then I remember asking you, like, what would break us up? If we were to date, what would break us up? What would we fight about? And you were like, what? What would break us up? Oh, farting? <laughs> Let's take us down this rabbit hole, right, okay? And then, right. you know. There'd be three, three scenarios I'd see happening. One would be that I would talk about it. I wouldn't respect your... My wishes, because I yeah. told Kent, I was like, if you're my boyfriend, um, I like mystery, and I don't want you to say the F-A-R-T word. Yeah. And then, uh, and you're like, what? That's like a fundamental difference. That's like, yeah. okay, go on. Right. So I would say it. I'd be like, well, I got to be me, and now I'm like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Or the second scenario is I don't I don't say it, and then I hold my parts in. And, and then I you get explode. Sick. Yeah. You I get die. sick, and you die. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe the third Scenario is I fart accidentally, and then you're like, you know what? That is kind of funny. <laughs> it's, it's air escaping from your b-hole, and it makes a trumpet sound. Oh, my God. And you know what? what have, I've, I've been wrong. I've been all wrong about this. Farting is hilarious. Let's get married. Oh! <laughs> I can't live without you. No. Uh, 
the last girl I dated, she thought I was because she would at, she'd be like, "Where do you want to eat tonight?" I go, Frank. and she'd go, "You're hilarious." What happened to that girl? <laughs> How do you do it on cue? It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm like, was my mouth is wide open. Wait, what happened yeah. to this girl? Oh well, she was. I think. Uh, oh my god. No, we're we dated for a little bit and then we're still friends. She we're uh, the, there's an the age difference and also she didn't want to be in a relationship. She wanted to be single. So. Yeah. And she's a lot, yeah, a lot younger. Yeah. Uh, mm, it's weird that I can talk about, I talk about period stuff because I feel like that's not gross, but that could yeah. be just as gross as the FART thing to somebody. But here's the thing. So but here's, it's funny because you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh I know, yeah. I shouldn't let people, but the thing, oh, and then you told your friends at work, you're like, Alexi doesn't like this word. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, you guys can never date. If you dated, you'd be, you'd be doomed. Yeah. And, then, and then your friend, oh, so, and the, but then Liza said, yeah. This girl's great. Good for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, Because I come from the school of like, okay, for whatever reason, I think like period stuff isn't as gross because I feel like that's not – anything coming under your bum that's attached to like shitting is like right, gross right. to me, right? right? I'm just like, let's not talk about it. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Right. Even though we're all human beings, whatever, but it's like I like to like live in this weird half world of like, uh, I don't know, the, let's just pretend it doesn't exist and of like, let's just like – but then period stuff because, you know. Uh, it's, it has something to do with life. Did you just do something gross? No. Did you just do something gross? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did he just do something gross? Did he? Aristotle, are you making? Are you making? I'll do it with my hand. Wait, hand. did you do a real thing or a hand no, no. thing? I did a hand thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on. Like imagine, imagine you're in a bathroom, right? No. And you're, you're in a stall, no. doing your thing, like you're peeing, no, tinkling, no. And then someone else comes in, and you hear them go into the other stall, and then it's all quiet, and then you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Aristotle loves this. I can. I'm really learning about Aristotle today. Okay, I get it. I know you guys are dudes. You're men. You like comic books. You like reality. You like life. This is the. This is what life is about. Yeah. I am a girl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Let me be a girl. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I have I really I've never farted around you. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> oh my god. I remember when I was twenty two. Oh my god. And I was we were we had we had a my brother and I and a friend we had a house with a pool and we had like people over and I remember getting drunk and going in my room and I was lying on my bed and then a girl came in and was like rubbing my feet. She sat on the bed and was rubbing my feet, and then she farted, and was like, "Ha! I farted!" And I was like. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I was so mad. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> Is that how you feel, Aristotle? It's like a double standard, right? Men are disgusting. No, but women now, are supposed to be beautiful. No, I think now I would. Oh, God. Aristotle is making a. Yeah. I'm not so sure. It is a double standard. Yeah, because if a woman was like, ah, you'd be like, that's weird. Check it. Check that. <laughs> you should talk about that with your therapist. <laughs> like, what? But if a guy does it, it's hilarious. It is not no, hilarious. Yeah, the double standard. Apply. Listen, yeah. everybody's disgusting. We know this. Yeah. Sleeping. When weird thing. Here's my. This is the, the world I live in. If you're sleeping, and something weird happens, that's sad. <laughs> but that's the only time that may exist. And let's let let's everybody just pretend that it didn't happen. Right. You get a pass. If you get you a pass. Sleep. If a guy, if, if I sleep over a guy's house or vice versa or whatever, and he gets up to go to the bathroom, do you yeah. know what I do? I put a pillow over my head because I have the. I don't yeah. want to hear him do anything yeah, yeah. gross. I don't want to hear him pee. I don't want to hear anything accidentally come out of his bum hole. Yeah, yeah. Nothing because I will go like, Ugh, I don't need to hear that. Even though we're all human beings, we're all disgusting. Yeah. But the way I live my life is, oh my God, I'm getting all adamant like I'm running for president or something. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I just feel like uh, I subscribe to a different way of thinking. Yes, we're all human beings. 
I don't like scatological humor, though. I like Starbucks. I like hotels. I like glamour. I like the fact that even though their relationship didn't work out, Marilyn Manson and Dita Von Teese dated. I think maybe they even got married. And they both said the the key to happiness and romance is separate bathrooms. Let's not get too comfortable. And, uh, you know, I wax my puss. I do my nails. I have nice feet for you to enjoy. I'll wear matching bra and panties or undies or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Uh, And uh, I'll give you the best blowjob ever. I'll pick you up on the side of the road. uh, And I'll take you to the hospital when you're bleeding. I'll make sure they don't stick a catheter in your dick hole. Like, I will do all the shit a woman you want on your side can do. Wow. Um, let's just forgive each other while we're sleeping and then pretend bodily function things don't happen during the day because we are glamorous people in tuxedos in our minds. Yeah. Like fancy people. But then that's my world. But then you make all this cool shit. You're, you're creative. You should do whatever you want. This is, you know, that's my pro- this is my problem. But I clearly right, have right. a stance. You know right. what I mean? But I'm not like I'm not going on first dates and like, oh god, I hope I fart tonight. I hope I have a good fart. I hope she hears me fart. <laughs> oh my god, I've never. I don't know if we've, have you ever had anybody say that word as much as to today, Aristotle? We have. Who? Oh, uh, Morgan. Not, not on the pot. I thought you made like in life. Oh, I'm like, oh no, just Morgan not, was I'm, like, you don't like poo poo or pee pee. <laughs> He's talking to you like you're a two year old. <laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah, because you were like, that's the F word. And I'm like, that's not the F word. I know. Oh, yeah. And I remember telling you, I was like, I was like, can you just not say that in front of me? And you're like, so what should I do? Like, uh, run around the block? And I'm like, what? No, just like, don't even. Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah. But when I, I hung out with you and you were like, uh, and I was saying goodbye and you're like, this. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to blah, blah, blah after you leave. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the first time I've ever hung out with this guy. And you're just, like, going for it. Yeah. Because that's I, who I was, you are, and that's okay. Yeah, I was trying to, like, stand up. I don't know. Yeah. You were trying to what, though? I was trying to neg you with my farting. Like, I don't care that you don't like that word. No. I'm going to say it. No, you didn't know how I felt about it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's And dumb. then you're like, no, it wasn't dumb. It's like, listen, we're just people living yeah, our yeah, lives, yeah. finding out what works for us and doesn't. It's a delicate dance. These are my issues, but I think I'm right. Oh my god, how do we land this? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just the little ones are the funniest ones. The little. <laughs> you should. Oh there's, a, there's a kid on YouTube. He'll he'll does he does the the sounds of silence with fart with his hands. It's crazy. The song, the sound of silence. Yeah, yeah. Bum 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 bum. Like with with that like it's crazy. Sorry. I've like completely like shut off. I've like just gone inward. You know, this, this podcast has devolved into a. Yeah. So, yeah, anything that comes out of the butt, not funny. But yeah, meanwhile, like queefs, I don't care about. Right. But unless they're mistaken for. Yeah. Those, those things. And I don't, yeah. I don't and it is a double standard. You wouldn't want me to be like. <laughs> right? Still I to guess, this day, I right? Guess, I don't know. If we, were, if we were dating for like a, a year. Oh, it's a year? Yeah. That's the, that's the oh my god yeah it's the one year anniversary you just you spend I have it. no traditionally need. you fart around the person all night you, I was when I was driving cross country I went to this oh, place Gus's Fried Chicken okay where I, is this going it's in Tennessee and I ate the chicken and I was like oh my god it's so good and then they were like take some with you and I'm like oh I'm on a road trip and they're like go to the gas station and get one of those styrofoam coolers so I did I went and got a styrofoam cooler and then I was I bought a bunch of fried chicken and put it in the cooler. And then I put the cooler in the front seat with like the seatbelt around it. Like 
was like, I, like I was transporting a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then I'd just drive, and every time I saw a rest stop, I'd pull over and have a piece of fried chicken. And then I uh. farted. I farted at one point because all I'd been eating was fried chicken for like three meals in a row. And I farted, and the I swear to God, the fart smelled amazing. <laughs> It so good. I have never, like, if, if if people are listening to this podcast and they're like, gee, I wonder I wonder who Alexi is going to end up marrying or dating. Because right now she's single. She's searching for herself. She's finding out, you know, who she is and what it all means. And this would be like, this guy is not for Lexi. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is not. Or exactly what she needs. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I would never be like. Hey, look at this dump I just took. Like, come here, get in here. Uh, do you know I that? wouldn't be like that. I like, dated a guy a long time ago, uh, and he was like, "Oh, I gotta get something out of the um, out of the garage. Like, just make yourself at home, make yourself a drink, whatever." Like, so I went into his bathroom, and this was probably like, I mean, God, I was probably like nineteen years old when I was dating him. I went into his bathroom, and there was like a toilet full of just like diarrhea or whatever. Oh, I was 19 years old. I am 35 now. Yeah. I will never forget right, right. seeing what I saw. And right. I, I was like, oh my God. And it probably took you by surprise. Too. Like you weren't, you were expecting to see like an empty toilet. Yeah. And, and to this day, I don't look directly at people's toilets. Yeah. Like I went over to your house and I was yeah. like, okay, don't, I don't want to go in your bathroom. Let me know. Is everything cool in there? Like, you know, my don't toilet's be... clean. I know you have a housekeeper that you won't give me the number for. <laughs> I asked Kent the other day. I'm like, hey, I text him. Hey, I hope it's cool. I know this might be invasive or whatever. Can I have the number for your housekeeper? He's like, no. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what you're like. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, yeah, she's really busy. And um, yeah. Yeah, maybe just ask somebody else. No, no. I said I called and left. I said they Tell their me. machine didn't pick up, and you said just text them. I'm like they don't have a. They sounds, have a, they have a shady. It's a landline. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. interesting. I know. I get. It. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking. Wait, uh, what else do we need? To, like, what do we need? Oh, to, oh, we know. What? We know your feelings about bodily functions. Yeah, You're yeah. Fast, yeah. Have we talked enough? About free flying and fancy free or whatever. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> what? Why are you doing this to us? I'm sorry. Why do you want this to... I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you guys. I hate you, both of you. Mm, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop. Um, I want you to be you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, what's... Okay, how right. do I fucking get us out of this fucking cesspool? But tell, tell me about Cat Agent. Oh, yeah, Cat Agent. This is a side project thing you have? Yeah, well, I was doing... Are you mad at me now? You seem upset. No, not at Am I trying to stifle your uh, no, yeah. your bathroom humor? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, why are you trying to chain, chain me down? You know what the character should be for me on Adventure Time? Sorry, just, it should be somebody who like, just always does that. So you're like, hey, Lex, if you want to be Adventure Time, here's the thing. Your character is constantly right. F A R. Yeah. I can't even spell it. That's yeah. how much I'm not. Your gonna... princess farts a lot. <laughs> if you want to do this, walk through your fear, bitch. And I'll be yeah. like, well, I guess I'll do it. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Well, it's funny about Adventure Time because, like, for a lot, for a long time, like, there were farts in everything. Like, every DreamWorks movie and Disney, like, there'd be characters of fart, and it was like a cheap joke. And yeah, uh, cheap joke, exactly. Yeah, and so I was like against it. I was like, that they they should. St- I want to see something where there isn't farting. Me and too. I, and I, it's called my dating career. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a career. Okay, go on. Yeah. But then on Adventure Time, like Penn loves, he would put farts in, but he would be really smart about. Like they're 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 only funny if you if the timing's right or there's like a right place for them or like mm-hmm. you don't expect it or um so that he taught me a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Pen. About fart comedy. Oh my god, <laughs> the do's and don'ts. Yeah. Um, What's that about cat agent? Cat agent. So I was doing a comic about with me and my cat called Baby Cat, which <laughs> is on it's on Tumblr. 
Yeah, I did a bunch of those. It was just me having kind of conversations with my cat. And then there was this company, um, Six Point Harness, that they were like, hey, we want to do a, a cartoon, like a like a, a animated web series or whatever of, uh, your, your, of you and your cat. And then I was like, I don't want to uh, – uh, I was going to sign the contract and then I was like, wait, this is me and my cat. I don't want to like sign this over to like, it's all I have. So I did what Matt Grading did when he was pitching the Simpsons. He just came up with that like that day. He was like, didn't want to pitch uh, uh, life in hell. And so he was like, came up with the Simpsons and said, oh, wow. I don't, here's an idea that I just came up with. That I don't, so that's, believe it or not, cat agent was just a simple idea. Oh my God. That I just came up with. I love it. And explain to us what cat agent it's is a, for the dullards out yeah, there. It's a cat who's an agent. Who represents cats of celebrities? I love this. It's amazing. Yeah, and there's a lot of cat puns in it because um, I didn't. There were there were, there were no cats on the internet. There were like nowhere. Not represented. And, yeah, no. Yeah. And people love cats. And I was like, there should be a cat on the internet somewhere. <laughs> and then, um, uh, yeah. So we made ten episodes, and they're did really. I, did I watch all of them? They're really short. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're okay. They're all right. But then I was doing a comic, too. I mean, they're good. They're fine. They're I good. love them. They're great. Yeah. I do the voice. It's hard to judge your own oh, it's art. so but, good. But then, but then last year, I did a comic a day for all of 2015 uh, with Cat Agent. So it was, it was kind of like a part. It was almost like a diary of my, like, Cat Agent would be, like, talking about, like, current events. and th- So it's like a little time capsule. If you want to go to Cat Agent. Real cat agent, because <laughs> there was already a cat agent. There was? Yeah, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So wait, what is it? It's, it's realcatagent.tumblr.com or whatever. If you search cat agent, you'll find it. It's. Will you? I hope so. I hope it's so. fucking yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, oh, my God. Uh, he's Your got, voice is great. He's got a talking bathroom scale that uh, he's friend. It's like his best friend. Uh, I didn't see that in the cartoon. That's in the comic. Oh, in, yeah, that's yeah. right. In the, yeah. yeah. And then um, the, the shark from the left from the Super Bowl is in there. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a his assistant. Anyways, yeah, but yeah, cat agent. <laughs> Wait, so you got to learn Flash, so you can just like do it on your own, right? I guess, yeah. What's, what's Flash? Flash is an animation software, oh. but I don't think it. I think they changed it to something else. It's different. This now. Podcast is taking a horrible yeah, turn. Yeah, sorry. All right. Uh, anyway, let's get back to F A R T I N G. But I like doing comics. <laughs> yeah. I like drawing comics. You draw, you've drawn me before. Yeah. Oh, you it didn't really like look like you. That, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did a good drawing of you, I thought. I'm going to put that on the internet. Yeah, yeah. That that, my mom was like, that's so good. And I was like, is it good if it doesn't look like the person you're trying to draw? But I think it, I think, it does. You know what? Now that my mom aren't fighting about... Uh, and you said I had bee-stung lips. Yeah. You do. Anyway. Listen. What's next for you? What's uh, going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> so you can t- you're still you're at Adventure Time. What, yeah, what are you yeah. looking forward to? What's happening next? Oh gosh, uh, Uncle Ken Two. Oh yeah, Uncle Ken Two is going to come out hopefully soon. Um, uh, Factory Twenty Five and Fandor are releasing it, but uh, they're trying to line up all their ducks. What was <laughs> what was Uncle Ken One, and how did that come to be? And like, what does that have to do with Joe Swanberg? Oh, so Joe Swanberg, who I I'd been in a couple of his movies. How'd you meet him? I met him at South by Southwest in two thousand six. When you were there for? I was there. I think I was there because I acted in the trailers that year, and then oh my, yeah, my friend Dan Brown was like, oh, we should go see this movie, LOL, because this guy Joe who made this movie last year, yeah, called Kissing on the Mouth, and I was like, okay, and we went and saw LOL, and it was uh, I, it was so good, it was great, I loved it, and it was like. Like character, like people, like kind of non-professional actors, like playing themselves, like versions of themselves, and yeah. um, uh, and he just he shot lots of footage, and then kind of like found all the real moments, and like told a story with these like real moments, and like a loose story. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was great, and then uh, and then he asked me to be in a couple. I like I talked to him afterwards, and uh, 
And then he asked me to be in a couple of movies. And then he was editing a movie or working on a movie. And he was like ha- having a hard time like finishing it. And then he just he called me up and said, hey, I just want to come to L.A. for a week and like live with you and, and just kind of film you. And we'll, we'll figure out a story. I love that. This is before or after Hannah Takes the Stairs? This is after. After. Yeah, so you yeah. were in that. You played Greta Gerwig's boyfriend? Yeah. Or, you were in a yeah. bathtub together? Like yeah, the, I was like, in the bathtub. Like well, the Tina Fey Rainbow Polar poster for that weird Yeah, movie. yeah. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I keep going. No, I didn't see the movie. They, Instagram took it down because... I guess Greta's boob. You see her boob. So they took oh. it down. They said it violated their part. Anyways. So he comes to L.A. to live with you. Yeah. He said, I'm going to come to L.A. and stay with you for a week. And I'll just – I'll film you and I'll film you at work and we'll figure out a story. And so we just kind of made this like really experimental like low budget. I think it cost like $4,000. Oh, my God. Because we flew like actresses in uh, who were in New York. We flew them to L.A. and they stayed in the – I had like five people in my apartment. Like, which was nuts. Not like, the one you live in now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just stuff everywhere. And yeah. My cat was pissed. And, Did uh, you have a girlfriend at the time or no? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was seeing somebody. Or oh, sort of. No, uh, no, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Go on, go on. Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we made this, like, movie in, like, six days. And he would we, we would shoot during the day and we shot kind of in order. And then he would stay up all night editing. And then he would show us the next day, like, what he shot and... We'd be like, oh, wow, like, that's interesting. And then we were, it was easy to act because you were kind of saw what came before. And uh, anyways, we made this movie and then it got into Sunday. It was his first movie that got into Sunday. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the IFC bought it. Uncle Kent. What's yeah. the basic like, idea of it? Just uh, it's, one... about, it's yeah, me playing like a version of myself. And like I meet a girl on the Internet and she's happens to be coming to L.A. for a meeting or something and asks if she can crash at my place. And so she's crashing at my place and she, like there's sexual energy, but she has a boyfriend. Thanks and uh, and yeah, it's just kind of like about this weekend, like like hanging out with some. It's like it's like inviting someone to crash at your place, and you are attracted to them, but they have they're seeing someone. And sounds great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, Uncle Uncle Kent Kent too. What's that about? Well, then so then yeah, it was it was like a joke at first. Like I'm gonna make a sequel, you know, and and, uh, (laughs) Joe Joe was like, I love it, and then. Uh, originally it was going to be me on a train. It was going to be called Uncle Kent 2 on the right track. Yeah. Because I was taking the train across country and I was pulling in. I, it was like late at night. I was in my, at a private little car, you know, like a, you have like a small room. Yeah. And I was in there and you're right along. There's like nothing. There's just landscape. And I was uh, masturbating. And then all of a sudden I like look and we're pulling into a town and like it was like two in the morning and they were like Fan. Could they see you? Yeah, yeah. Like there were people standing on the waiting to get on the train and I'm like Ugh, closing the curtains. Oh my god. Uh and so I was like, Oh, we should do a movie on a train. Yeah. Uh and then people were like, Oh, the sound how are you gonna do about the sound? You know, and I was like, Oh, yeah. oh. anyways, but then All ADR. Yeah. And then Andrew Bajowski, do you know him? Mm-hmm. You, uh he, Quiet City? No, no, that's Aaron Katz. Sorry, whoops. Ooh. He did he did computer chess and mutual appreciation. And, oh, okay, uh, and he was in Hand Takes the Stairs. Anyways, I was in Austin and I was like telling him about this idea for Uncle Ken Two, and he was like, yeah. he wrote me an email the next day and said, I just I don't want to direct it or produce it, but I want to I want you to make it. <laughs> oh my, like, thanks a like, lot. I want to be your cheerleader. Well, no, because <laughs> I'm I think, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, because yeah. he he just had a kid and he was like, I gotta I gotta get paid. I don't want to like yeah. help you make this. But he's supportive in spirit, emotional. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, I think there's something there. Yeah. And then I was pitching this idea where it's like it all takes place in the apocalypse, and I'm still like living in Silver Lake and like smoking <laughs> weed and trying to get laid. But it's like the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, there's like roving gangs and. Oh my god. And, uh, I was gonna meet this girl, <laughs> and I'm like talking to this girl in this house, and then all the dudes come home. There's just like this scene where like 20 dudes all come in. Is this what happens in the thing? Dude. No, no. There's just a script I wrote. Yeah. And then. Uh, it eventually evolved into – it was going to be about the apocalypse and I go outside to get cat food for my cat. But then my cat died 
in real life. And I was like, the Uncle Kent 2 is off. We'll never make it because she's dead. Our star is dead because she stole this movie. She stole the first movie. <gasps> oh, um, my God. But then... And then I met these these this, these guys who had a production company, and they're like, "Hey, we can raise some money. We really want to make it." And I was like, "Okay." And then I went. I was in Alaska on like a ferry, and I got really high, and I thought I was going to fall in the water. <laughs> and then so I was like walking along the edge of the. And then I went into my tent and uh, wrote this like yeah, the, the, what turned into the story for Uncle Kent too, which is is nothing like the first one. The first one's like really small and intimate and low budget, and this one, the budget is like. Ten times as much. Really? <laughs> well, oh my god! Yeah, but if you like remember, forty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, but it has like special effects, and uh, yeah, Todd Rohal. Do you know him? He's a he made, he made a movie called Guatemalan Handshake and Catechism Cataclysm, and uh, anyways, Rat Pack Rat. You remember, no. Style, do you know Todd Rohal? Uh, you should watch Rat Pack Rat. Steve Little's in it. The guy from uh, Eastbound and Down. Do oh wow. Uh, anyways. He's a filmmaker in Austin, and we're, we've known each other forever. And then I, I, yeah, we raised this money, and I, and I just called him up. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry I have to ask you this, but do you want to direct Uncle Kent too? That's great. Yeah, and then he was like, yes, and because uh, he had just read an interview with someone who said, never turn down. If someone asks you to direct something, say yes. So, Oh, my God. So then we made it, and it's, it's crazy. It's so fun. I've watched it so many times. Oh, my God. So where can we find Uncle Kent and Uncle Kent too? Uncle Kent is on... Like Amazon and iTunes and all that, mm-hmm. like you can get it there and then, or illegally, probably. No, stop. <laughs> it's probably on YouTube. Okay. And then Uncle Can Two is gonna hopefully come out, uh, like uh, in May or something. May on iTunes and wait. It'll be. It's gonna be in like maybe a couple cities, and then oh, wow. it'll be a. It'll be like a day and day. Like it'll be, yeah. And then on Fandor, I think. Or, this is great. I don't know. I don't know how it works. So then you got Adventure Time. Hopefully there'll be more cat agents yeah. coming our way. Button mash. Button mash. Movies, TV. Movies, TV, you name it. Running the gamut. Podcast. Podcasting like a crazy motherfucker. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, well, God. I'm like Howard Hughes. Just fucking. I got my, I got my beak and everything. <laughs> um, God, we can find you online. Um, oh, yeah. Twitter. Kent uh, is awesome. Kent is awesome? Yeah. Do you want to hear some of my funny tweets? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the way, when girls have sex with you, is it ever, like, funny and hard for them to be like, oh, Kent, oh, Kent, because it's, like, the hard T. You want to be like, oh, Ken, Ken. Oh, yeah. But it's like, then you have to be like, Kent. That's my biggest complaint. I bet. I bet it is. All right. Tell us some of your funny tweets, and then I'm kicking you out of here. Okay. That's not good. Oh, jeez. Kent. So I don't have my glasses on, so I'm trying to... Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, just go to my Twitter. Go. All right. <laughs> Wait, Twitter, Kent is awesome. And then what do you want oh, on then Instagram? During, during the, after the Academy Awards, I, I tweeted, did Bridge of Pies win? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Bridge of Spies. I know. So, yeah, you follow me. Who knows what I'll say next. <laughs> oh, my God. Tw- uh, Instagram. Instagram is Blogsby. Blogsby. Yeah. Oh my God! Did we say it all? Do we leave anything out? Do we leave it. any Snapchat? S- Snapchat. Sure. At Kent Osborne. Do we leave any stone unturned? My address is. No. Did you have a good time? <laughs> yeah. Is it over? This is it. I mean, I had a great time. This yeah, is like fucking. F- yeah. Everything about you, almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Thanks for speaking to me, Kent Osborne. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye, everybody. Now leaving Nerdist.com.